Ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, thank you for joining us. We are here with a special episode of a review of a movie called Unhung Hero. And I have two guests here with me uh, for the first time ever on the Meta A podcast. We got Sarvitz. Hey. How you doing, man? Uh, and a returning guest, Hell Pockets. Hey, I'm like a regular fixture in here at this point. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, really Feels happy. good to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this movie that um, I was talking to you guys earlier that I wanted to bring you guys on for very specific reasons. And for one is because obviously we're all very mature adults, right? And, Absolutely. And obviously this movie is impossible to relate to because it's about a small penis and I just don't <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know. Sorry, talk wow, about it. Wow, you're gonna dive right. <laughs> this is this is very hard to relate to. My name's Patrick Moot. I live in Los Angeles, and apparently, I have a small penis. This is definitely an imagination exercise. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. This right. is like is like totally like exercising my empathy like the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, am, am I a crazy person? Can can I have empathy? Is is it possible to put myself in somebody else's shoes? It's all about creativity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, like a really short uh, synopsis of the movie is basically some guy uh, finds out that he has a small penis because his girl, when he proposes to her at a, a like a basketball stadium event or something, they put him on like the Jumbotron and all that stuff. Um so far, so good, but man. yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> it right? started out all right. I was yeah. like, oh man, yeah. especially for him, he's like, this is really working out for me. They got me on the jumbotron. They're gonna let me uh, propose to my girl. Oh, man. I'm ready. Uh, so they put him on the jumbotron. He proposes, and the girl like turns away, and uh, she says no, and it embarrasses the the dude in front of everybody. And you know what's funny too is is that. They had like a host or something, right? There's yes. Like yeah, there's some lady with a mic, and she, ooh, <laughs> she didn't the say house mic was live. <laughs> oh, for me, it was the part when she actually ran away. Though I was like, oh shit. <laughs> well, I mean, well, all right, well, what what if she just stayed there and said no? Let's enjoy the game. <laughs> like the rest Where of the game. <laughs> Painful, clearly not the response that he was expecting. But it's okay. Some, some, some areas like are good to run. Like it, it, fit, it fits in with running. But a stadium is so large, you gotta like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, what if she like gets to the exit and this is like a fat line to the bathroom that's like blocking the exit? <laughs> so he's like walking around hella dejected and shit, and he sees her just fucking pissed stuck at like uh. the tunnel. <laughs> Well, the, he's the like, whole, you sure? The whole stadium saw it go down too. What if she walks by on there like we saw? We how saw embarrassing! All new, dude. Oh, how embarrassing! And then also, I'd like to add that. Uh, so that video from that encounter went viral. Yeah. And and uh, it got ten million views in four days. Yeah. So it's like, could you imagine like getting getting rejected, and then not only do you have to hold that. The entire world is laughing at you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. there's so much more to the story that we didn't find out. <laughs> and we're here to discuss that, you know. 
Exactly. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, the movie literally opens with him in another country about to shoot up some fucking liquid into his dick. Right? Like, yes. It literally opens like that. And you're like, it, it's that moment of like, how did we get here? How the fuck are we here after this proposal? Right? Jeez. Um, and yeah, uh, and, and he ends up revealing later that he wasn't fully aware that he had a small dick and that it mattered that much. And that was the reason why ultimately the reason that she gave, that's why she decided to not, uh, take the proposal. What a bummer. Um, and I have to say that's gotta be, I, I don't know what else could possibly just destroy your ego. Uh, especially if you don't know that that's the problem, right? Right. How would you not know that that's the problem, though? That that could be a factor? Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's true. The thing, though, is, like, I would say if it, there's this movie is about a lot of things, right, that is not necessarily on the surface, but I think one of the biggest things was about uh, just overall growth. And, <laughs> like, as children... <laughs> like, 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 as growth. children, right? As, as kids, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. Oh, uh, as children, you grow up thinking almost like everything's okay right and the only right. way you really grow is when you learn shit's not okay and you're just kind of like oh man like my world is shattered like how do i deal with this right and so for yeah. him like he'd been going through his whole life thinking like oh man like some people have said it's small but i got a girlfriend and she loves me i'm gonna ask her to marry her marry me yeah. it's not yeah. that big of a deal right and then she's like, no, it is a big deal, bro. Yeah. Like, I've just been being nice to you all this time. That's, I'm not yeah. marrying you. <laughs> so he's that, like, he's, he's coming ahead. out of his, he's coming out of his cocoon at that point. He's just like, oh, she's getting, getting hit with the cold water. And he's like being like, you know, introduced to this whole new way of thinking that he hadn't, you, you could tell he had never even been on this like spectrum before you know yeah his worldview was completely disassembled i think at that at that point you know yeah. everything everything that a person thinks they are like you can take these hard turns into a different direction by coming into new knowledge but i mean that would be so heavy to know that it was only that <laughs> yeah right but, but, <laughs> like, dude. what did you suspect though that it wasn't. Say again? Wouldn't you suspect that that's not all it was, but that's all she told him? Yeah. Yeah. So let's rewind it, at least as far as his timeline goes, where, you know, he goes to the point where he goes back home, talks to his mom and his dad and his brother, and he meets mm -hmm. up with his friends, and they have that little, you know, hidden, or that, 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 that uh, what they call it in MTV? Confessional. Confessional. Like confessional there we go. Shit. Yeah. A confessional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his mom and his dad... Like, well, first, when he tells his mom, uh, I don't know if y'all remember, but he was crying, like, crying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I felt so bad for the guy, you know? And then, then the dad reveals to him in this, like, disc three type moment of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, son, I guess I wasn't quite the dad that I wanted to be to you, but yeah, I... I also have a small one. Maybe it's Does hereditary. It bearing on heredity? Uh... I don't know. Does it? <laughs> yeah. He all, yeah. But his dad also said, I go for mine. But I'll tell you what. When the time comes, I'm just shocked at uh, how adequate I do become. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you think you got here? That motherfucker was so nice looking. Like, he talked like a total square, but he was like, yeah, I fucking lay that shit down in the bedroom. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he said it in the most, like, uh, unexpected kind of way. He's just like, listen, son, I, I go for mine. <laughs> and you need to go for yours. <laughs> and his parents actually seemed pretty cool, man. Like, the yeah. way they were talking to him, uh, they were really comforting, and they were like, hey, listen, it's not that big of a deal. Like, there's plenty of girls out there, and I'm sure you'll find somebody. And yeah. obviously, that's that situation where your parents are trying to tell you shit that's good for you, but as a son or a, a daughter or son, whatever, um, you it's difficult for a younger person to really take advice at face value, especially from like a parent, you know, mm. in a situation like this, because you think they're just trying to comfort you mm-hmm. and you don't know how much of it is it, how much of it is true and how much of it is comfort. So, right. Cause you, you get this impression that um, someone's trying to protect you yeah. and that they might not be, be giving you the whole truth, you know? Yeah. And we would imagine he went there for that. He went there immediately after this to, get that kind of protection that that boost or that that loving affection he needed not only from his family but from his friends and he was just like really enjoying himself and in the middle of it he was like you know let's let's see what they really think you know yeah you know and do you remember uh, his his mom said when he revealed that the reason that she rejected him i think the mom was just like oh dear really (laughs) (laughs) like the last thing on her mind is like dick problems yeah yeah the mom cpu was like overclocked at that moment like fuck (laughs) how do i handle this one this is unexpected especially there's a film crew there too and it's just like wow but yeah this movie was very interesting and uh let's get let's get deep into this discussion so to speak all right, so after that situation where he goes to the party and they have that confessional and some at least one of the girls reveals that she slept with him and it she doesn't even remember, which is really weird to say. Yeah, there's a lot of moments knows. like that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. And do you remember that also um it was unbeknownst to her that she actually took his virginity. She's like, I don't remember that. But apparently I took his virginity. <laughs> so Yeah, there's That's a- all right so you know what like i would immediately what i thought when i heard that was like they probably made out but he told everybody they fucked yeah and then like he said but don't tell anybody that we fucked because we're trying to keep it low or something like that and then like maybe a year later they told like oh did you fuck todd and she's like oh no you think she forgot the lie (laughs) she's like wait a minute what was i supposed to say (laughs) exactly right well she was probably just like damn dude like i thought we just made out but you've been telling everybody we've been fucking like that yeah, ruins my reputation. Yeah, that's that's bad. And also, uh, do not forget when he went to tell his parents about it, he he got up with his brother and they went in the attic oh, and yeah. found some ancient rejection letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like there there was a, a woman that was like, "Yeah, sorry, you saw me walking with some other dude." So it's like he's getting hit with all these revelations that are based on his insecurities and. It could it could have been for any other reason, but in his mind, I feel like he's slowly uncovering mm-hmm. the pieces of the small dick puzzle, like one at a time. <laughs> is, it a big puzzle? Like, is it a big puzzle? Is it complicated? It's like the Triforce or something. He's it like, is oh, complicated shit, though. It is complicated though, because he's uh-huh. like, because like when you first, what's this guy's name again? Because I keep wanting to call him Topher Grace, because it's just like dude from fucking like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> 
I don't but know like, if it's like Ben or something. I don't know. Ben or something like that. So Ben, we'll just call him that. You know, when you first see him, like in the first 20 minutes, you don't get the impression that this guy is a dude that really cares a lot about his dick, you know? Right. Like, he just seems like he's more just like chill or he's a comedian, right? So he's used to, used to self-deprecating himself. Right. I also noticed that was really important for me to acknowledge that that his humor was really self-deprecating, which tells me a lot of other things because it foreshadows yeah. a lot of shit. So, like, I think maybe in the back of his mind, he had been dealing with not just his dick, but, like, you know, several, you know, insecurity issues mm-hmm. all his life. Yeah. And sure. he just was like, I'm going to be a comedian in L.A. Fuck it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like do. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He moved from his farm and little small world to be a comedian. And, you know, um, to think that all of these insecurities, but you have the cherry on top, which is like, oh, man, if you got insecurities, say hello to the small penis, bro. Yeah, I know, right? A little friend right there, dude. Like, the shit was like, it, that dude literally had all the ammo, dude, for, like, being, yeah. like, the next top comic. Being that guy. <laughs> and, you know, it's that moment where maybe someone wants to uh, try and help and be a lover, be a friend, and just be like, holy shit, yeah. This is a small ass dick. I, I'm starting to understand. Like, maybe it's not just this, but for this person, he made a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, he, like voluntarily, he's the one that came to. He went to his friends about this, right? A total confrontation. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said, "I want to make the movie." He pretty mm. much just, uh, I guess, rolled with it, which I, I guess is kind of like a very comedian thing to do in general. I guess. Sure. Think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did eventually go to the streets. And start asking people out there what they thought about, like, penis size and stuff. And telling them about, like, how he didn't, uh, the girl didn't say yes in the proposal. And, yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny, too. That's interesting. He, he, he fucked up when he went to San Francisco, dude. Like, the moment I yeah. saw him, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> come on. Like, he's going to, I knew he was going to get a healthy mix of, like, you know, uh, a support and, you know, education. But if he went out at night, he was going to catch that dirty shit, man. Like, and he hit Castro. And I was like, no, nah, man. They only like big dicks out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, there, there's plenty of weird out there for him to fit in. You know, true. He, he true. Looks like no, a really he, weird dude. He he actually would fit in perfectly around here. But I think for what he was looking for, like, uh-huh. he, and you and, and and when you're making a documentary like this, you have to go and examine all um e- uh, all edges of the spectrum there. And he just went to the extreme on that side because there's always that little, at least when we're in, the, in the topic we're talking about, there's always that group of people that are going to say, yeah, you need a big dick. And like that one dude's like, you ain't got a big dick, kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. he's just like, just die. <laughs> he's like, just die. Yeah. And then he tried and to he's like, nah, seriously, man. <laughs> yeah, he cut off his laughter. He's like, stop. <laughs> and, and I like, uh, so that guy's boyfriend, I, one of the funniest things about it was the smile on that guy's boyfriend's face. He's just like, I'm going to let my boyfriend do the talking, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm going to back yeah. you up. Back and, you but, but one thing I really enjoyed about the movie is how there's like um, the progression, right? So it's almost like he goes to different stages. Like you got to remember after he talked to his mom and dad, mm-hmm. then he visited his pediatrician. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's some wild shit, dude. Like, can you visit your pediatrician? Like, no one of you guys. No, I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't know who it is. (laughs) I wouldn't even know where to start. They're probably not alive too. 
who's to say that if he's alive or they're alive, that they're even still practicing, that they even still remember you, that they have your files and all, you know, like what if that like that was like wow. When the doctor's like the family friend and shit. Yeah. (laughs) But what would be the worst is if yeah, what what would be the worst is if the pediatrician is like, Oh man, it's you the small dick motherfucker. (laughs) I remember you. But uh, the pediatrician made a really good point about um, the way people interpret them their own body and said that back in the days, mm-hmm. like when, when that person was a child, is that more people, like you'd be at camp or in high school oh, yeah. and people would shower together yep. mm-hmm. and, you know, you'd, you'd have this kind of like body awareness by checking, you know, looking at other people, looking at yourself and he's saying how that doesn't really exist anymore. And that reminded me of being in school because I think when we were all coming up, we were probably in the last days of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like I remember being in the shower uh, after gym class and so on. Like when I was locked up as a little kid, like they sent me to this boys camp because I used to skip school a lot. Mm -hmm. So we were all in the shower and there was this one kid in there who had the biggest nuts you've ever seen in your (laughs) life, bro. And like, if you picture some big nuts, multiply that shit by two. And we used to clown the hell out of them. Exposed, damn. Yeah. And I mean, that yeah, was just, it was mind-blowing because everyone's just like, dude, what's up with your nuts, bro? <laughs> <laughs> this is a glandular problem. That, that, <laughs> that is a really good point, though, because it's like nowadays um, boys or men don't really – don't really know what's they can't really compute in their heads what's an average size right like yeah especially amongst their peers you know imagine a world where you think everybody else is packing except you you know yeah and i i feel like um that's kind of what this movie is about is like a magnified version of anyone's insecurities yeah you know and it, it was it, it was a very interesting movie to watch. Like I, I think about what is going on in this person's mind, mm. you know, and it, it's a journey that I feel like um, any person with a penis may, may have thought about it at some point, but I've never, never really considered like that it can affect somebody that much, you know, and I don't have a large penis like at all. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're on your own. I told you. I couldn't relax. <laughs> we said that at the beginning, and I meant it. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. But, well, I the- mean, I've, I've never had that kind of hang-up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. But to know that someone, like, I mean, someone really went through it that hard, it's like, that's fucking, like, it's really interesting viewing material, for sure. And it's a lot to think about, you know? I've never thought about it in the same way as someone like this does, but it made me mm-hmm. think that there's probably a lot more dudes out there that think about it on that level and have that much of a hang up way more than I would have expected, despite knowing how much pressure there is to uh, just fit in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you know the only thing I can think of that uh, is relatable or feel like a lot of people can relate to uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of close to this? Is like how guys are about losing their virginities and talking to other dudes about it, you know, like how they'll lie about shit like that. Or, you know, there's feel a lot of pressure and insecurity about themselves physically and sexually. 
Like Indeed. I can 100% get that. And I feel like it's that multiplied even more because of the fact that he has a small penis and he's the guy's obviously going through a lot of revelations throughout the entire course of the documentary. And it's not all entirely about his dick, even though that's the backdrop of the movie. Um, it's a lot of shit, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the documentary is about like men's views on themselves, what mm. pop culture has done to how people view sex and penis size and breasts and everything like that. And it's, it's funny cause he goes through all that stuff. And then in my head, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's cause I'm more experienced than that guy when this movie was made or I don't know, I have. I'm more socially adequate. I don't know. But um, I felt like I could have had a really good conversation with that dude and told him what the, the issue is. Uh, Indeed. I, I feel like any one of us could have had that conversation with him. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe his friends were letting him down by not having that convo with him at some point. Because this seems yeah. like a very open person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he asked his old girlfriend one of his oh. old girlfriends and she rated, she rated him a three out of 10. <laughs> like on a size level. He didn't even you know ask him I mean? for that. Thing. He was all like, what do you mean a three? Three out of five. Yeah. He He's like, really, I'm at work right now. Hurry this up. <laughs> yeah. He kind of made that. What you talking about? Willis face. It's like what, a three out of 10. And then uh, he went to go see a urologist and do you remember when he went in that private room and she measured his dick? Mm -hmm. That's the nicest and, way I've ever heard anybody say you have a small dick. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, my God. And at that moment, um, she called him a low normal. And, and also a male equivalent of a female with an A cup. But <laughs> here's the difference, though. Titties are titties, dude. A dick yeah. is like. A dick is not titties, bro. Dick's yeah. gotta go work, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really important. I, I, I think, like, there's, they actually put a pretty, they did a pretty good job of putting on display not just, like, the insecurities surrounding his dick, but just the insecurities that a lot of people have. And it's not just men, it's women also. And yeah, some, some of these, some of these insecurities were actually put on display because there's people talking about, you know, oh, well, do I have enough money? Do I have like, you know, economic status? You know, am I attractive? You know, there's like so many different insecurities that manifest uh, in a human being. And I felt like you could find an example of that in each part of this movie. And, it, and they're not entirely related to the dick, you know? Right. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like when it comes to insecurities, if if you have that sort of mindset, you can a la carte and just pick and choose like all these different insecurities, like, mm -hmm. no matter what it is. And I feel like if you are at that buffet, be careful not to, not to overindulge. Like it's okay to think about things, but this person was just getting everything on the plate, just like oh god, I'm all fucked up. Yeah, people do that though. You know, I, I think yeah. I think like in another universe, this movie's about a guy who wants to get like fucking six packs abs, but he's like fucking seven foot tall. You know, yeah. it's just really hard when you're that fucking doll. Or in another universe, it's about a girl who wants bigger tits or a guy who wants to stop aging and or he wants to feel younger. So he goes after younger women. You know, it's like all sorts of shit like that. And 
people chase them to the extreme because they just want so badly to eliminate what's itching them at the moment, you know? It really is. Yeah. Someone wants to be on that kind of mountaintop of defeating something like that. But um, one thing that would be interesting about the discussion is that you can't grow a larger penis. Like, it oh, just yeah. doesn't happen. He tries. <laughs> he tries, though. He oh, Lord, it, right? He tries. He tries. <laughs> yeah, like, one of the things... Uh... He tried. Chris, you told me that he goes to visit this one black dude, right? And he's like, bro. Oh, the joking guy? Yeah, he's like, bro, I got, <laughs> I got the strats, no problem. And he's like, joking, dog. You ever heard of it? And he's like, no. He's like, check this out, bro. Your dick is a muscle, which it is It is not a muscle. <laughs> but he's yeah. like, your dick is we a probably- muscle. <laughs> You work that shit, you stretch it, and it gets longer. And trust me, my shit grew like a quarter of an inch, and I'm solid now. He's like, yeah, he's like, now I'm just putting it down, bro. <laughs> that dude definitely didn't talk like he was putting it down. That dude talked like, oh, my God, I hope there's some ass in this movie for me, man. Like, <laughs> make sure you tag me in the credits, please. <laughs> but the funny you know, thing. You, you, know his, you know his office got all sorts of cobwebs. He's like, oh, God, finally. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the joking consultant. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting this whole time. I've been, I've been preaching the joking shit to my whole community, and finally somebody comes to my door. Oh man, it's uh, time to shine, dude. But, those balloons all laid out, all symmetrical and shit. <laughs> I know. Oh, when, when you know what? Do you remember when they give him a false ID? He's like, pick, pick. Okay, so there's all these balloons that are filled up uh, lengthwise, and he's like, okay, so pick which kind of size you are, and they're oh, all like, big as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he actually pranks them. He's just like, are you on the smaller end, and and they're all super large and. The look on his face at that moment, I couldn't stop laughing because he's like, oh, God, dude. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Chris, you mentioned something about, like, uh, how the, basically how these insecurities could get swapped out for another. If it's not a dick, it could be, like, how fat you are. It could mm-hmm. be, like, how short you are. Whatever. Literally, all these things could be swapped out, right? And it's kind of like the, the six-minute ab shit of how, like, he started to approach growing his dick. Where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we got this program called Six Minute Abs, and you can get abs in six minutes. And it sounds like bullshit, but it, it's gonna fucking work. Look at this guy that's fucking ripped. He was a fat ass a week ago. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And he jumps on all those fucking types of things. He starts taking extends. He starts a penis pump, uh, a fucking routine with the jelking, and he like takes it serious, dude. Like literally doing it all. There's like a countdown that he has of like how miserable he's getting. He's like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of growing. I can't tell. I've been staring at my dick this whole time. It kind of looks the same. Hey, didn't his dick though grow like, uh, here, I have it written down, an eighth of an inch. And it stoked him. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That could just be a good day. That legit could just be a good day. I mean, we've all had good days. I know what that looks like. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. the scary part is they told him, like, hey, because, like, that one chick told him, like, oh, you're doing jelking? Well, you better be careful because oh. the dick's not a muscle and you might rip your fucking tendons. Yeah. And you'll get a rebound effect where it just goes back into your body. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Way to be optimistic, lady. Damn. <laughs> I'm yeah. to like, true, true self-harm, I mean, I understand the, the need for gains and other things. Like, okay, if you do jumping jacks, you do, you know, you hit yeah. the treadmill. You'll notice, like, okay, hey, I feel more limber. You know what I mean? I can, <laughs> I can go longer. But the penis is precious. Like, I mean, this mm-hmm. dude is taking extends. 
he uh, he visited the penis pump expert. Do you remember the penis pump expert also has like these little mini mini uh, pumps man, for the right? nipples? Milk the man. They actually hooked them up to him and they milked him, bro. Milked him, dude. I was just like, he's like, what's with that juice? Like, what's product, dude? What do you mean, what's with that juice? <laughs> yeah. He went to the dark side of town, man. Like, he was really out there. Like, I'm oh a mission. God. You know? And, uh, this is like the first 30 minutes of the movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, crazy about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, and so he's just doing everything to try and uh, gain size. Like, he even makes a whole chart. If you remember, he puts up like post-it notes and like all these like it looked like a conspiracy theory kind of chart. <laughs> like that, uh, <laughs> always funny meme where like dudes like staring at the pointing at the door. And he's like, ah, is there a no, up? dude. He was like Russell Crowe in the Beautiful Mind. <laughs> uh, he's like. Well, if I do this, and then I, I I talk to this doctor, with well, a chance to say that it's twenty five percent. You know what was yeah. so Because like we all, we already knew it was bullshit, but the bullshit was that I had never, I never knew that Extends had a helpline, and when he called it, I it was exactly what I expected. When they were just like, yeah, we don't advertise that. We have a PR company mm-hmm. that does that, and they just do whatever the fuck they want. Our <laughs> our product doesn't do anything. That disappointment, like he seems so frustrated. Yeah, dude. That motherfucker was on the phone with Xbox Live or something. <laughs> <laughs> Except Xbox might try to help you. They were just like, yeah, sorry, bro. It doesn't grow your shit. <laughs> we never said that. And, you know, that's a PR thing. So talk to them. I didn't know you, you know? could do that shit. Well, apparently you can't because they found out they revealed later on they had to pay what? How much? Like six million? Six billion? Yeah, they lost a lawsuit, right? That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So they they've been living foul for a minute. Although I ain't heard of from them in a long time, but at this point, like this movie actually revealed a whole industry around this that I didn't know existed. You know, because likewise, like you saw like the the extends, and you saw you heard about the penis pump from Austin Powers, obviously. At least yeah. I did. And, right. and then there's that that shit with um who's that old commercial with Bob? They even had a, a little clip of it on the movie. Smiling ass Bob. Yeah, smiling ass Bob and shit, right? And like, there's like, the, but I, I thought that was it. I thought that was like, man, these guys are just some snake oil salesmen that are like gonna get bought, like bottomed out in like a couple of years. But wow. nah, man, there's been like a totally self um, subs, uh, subsisting industry around it because how much I think they spend like fucking $80 million, or eight, like $800 million a year on yeah. like that. And That's I was just wild. like, I, I believe it, but I was like, damn, I didn't think there were that many companies. There was that many outlets, you know? Dude, and I guarantee you that all that stuff started really uh really doing super well once porn was a lot easier to get access to. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. You know, you got Bob smiling ass Bob looking like a <laughs> horny, horny version of Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Like, fuck is going on there. shit's working out for me bro maybe it could work right. out for you right like this dude was just like if you remember the commercials just smiling around walking around and i don't think there was even chicks in the commercial the dude's just got a big smile on his face well in the commercial they they, they try to make it seem like he's doing it for his wife and his wife is happy with his you know uh, results so right. like there were there was never any reason for him to like because they try to divorce it from the need to please women aspect right. they try to make it seem like you're a guy and you just want a big dick because guys have big dicks you know right. 
But that's not right. true at all. It's just like they're like, no, you want to fuck a lot of bitches. Like, <laughs> you want to be socially hey. acceptable. So, hey, when it comes to uh, okay, so when it comes to pills and all that, I feel like I'm not ashamed to tell this this story. Check this out. So we, me and my girlfriend, threw a house party, and someone left a backpack full of drugs, um, at my at, at our house, right? Sick. Nice. And then, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> oh, so then. He texted my girl and was like, hey, I left a backpack full of drugs there. If you guys want to have some fun, there's some Viagra in the back pocket. Give it a shot. <laughs> so it's like, okay, give it a shot. So my girl shows me the text and is like, dude, let's do it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So I, this is the, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is the first and last time I will ever pop one of those. <laughs> Bro, this shit was, oh man. So I, I took one. Uh-huh. About 15 minutes later, like, you know when you get that super real boner? Like, like painful you, boner? You know, well, you know, like, you wake up in the morning and yeah. your dick's just at attention. You're like, what oh, you yeah. want? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what you want? It's waking you yeah. up? Like, hey, buddy. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> here's the thing. So we had sex once. We had sex twice. We had sex three times. And it would not go away. Picture me six hours later. My girlfriend is fucking laughing at me because my dick is just hard as fuck. And I couldn't see anymore. Like, you know, when you press on your eyeballs and like you get those little patterns and stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. You had the dots? Yeah, I was getting the dots. And my girl's just laughing at me. I'm still naked walking around. It's just waving around. Like when I walk. Every step I take, it would just wave. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I can't get rid of this. I almost called a doctor, bro. I was almost that guy. If it, if, if you have a painful erection that lasts for, you know, however many hours, you call a yeah. doctor. But at that point, it was like midnight. It's like, I'm not calling a doctor. I took some Viagra out of my boy's backpack, and this shit won't go away. Like, I'll just, oh, my God, it wouldn't go away. I remember like being under a blanket and the blanket is like standing up and shit. <laughs> and this is way after the passion is gone and we did all the fucking we ever had to do. And it's just there. I couldn't imagine it. Oh man. Like just Bruh. never take a Viagra. That's all I'm saying. You That's might not true. be able to see. Did, did you take this Viagra at like the sketchy time to take Viagra where it was like only a few people had taken it that you knew and you were like, fuck it. No, I don't think so. I wasn't like a, well, I mean, I don't think oh, I was early in like, adopter. I, yeah, no, the beta was already over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because I remember that shit was a little sketch. There was there was a time where it was like, like a super underground type thing, right? And then right. it just suddenly hit mainstream, and then it was like, all right, well, everybody's doing it, cool. Like, I guess it's yeah. an option now. It became a yeah. designer drug in some cases because people were just like, I'm going to take some Viagra and do some cocaine and oh, have a good night. It, you know, bro. They go out like that. They still do. That's wild, yeah. That sounds like nothing but trouble, dude. For real, man. Like, if you get into a fight, your ass is done. They're going to punch yeah. you right in the <laughs> Look at this weirdo. He's got a fucking boner and I'm, I'm fighting this dude and his dick is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make that door stopper sound effect. Like, you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude! But it's like it's like so hard. You feel the weight of it, and you can feel it in the base. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just too. It is way too much going well, I feel on. I bad for Star because you busted three times and it's still there. You, when, yeah, it just didn't go away. It's like, damn, dude! Like, I can feel. I'm aware of everything. Yeah. surrounding it. You know, like everything feels like pins and needles. Yeah, and I'm I'm saying it's like 
I'm pretty thankful that the way that the dick operates normally, it's like, oh, I'm horny. It's time to fuck. And then you just yeah. do that. And then it goes away. Imagine if it just never went away. That I was afraid like that was like a permanent status effect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, is it ever gonna go away? Like, I mean, think six hours of of a rigid ass boner, bro. Yeah, some fucking rogue like ass Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I can see somebody like beating the wall in frustration, like, "Fuck, man, it's a fucking boner," and you can't even really lean against the wall because your fucking what? dick's poking out. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. And in my mind, I'm thinking, dude, I got work tomorrow. Like, and I, I was, you know, I was cooking at the time. I'm like, is the apron even going to work? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> tie that shit down. <laughs> Just tie it down. Oh, shit. Do something with it. Yeah. <laughs> about to get creative. I'm going to have to learn how to live with this fucking ailment. That's what I was thinking by hour six. I mean, hell, I was thinking that hour by six? hour three. <laughs> Yeah. No, all in it lasted about seven hours. And when it went down, I was like, I felt so so much relief. I was like, oh God. Finally I am myself again. Well, <laughs> at least we know in the interrogation room, Sarv's gonna be the last one to tap out. <laughs> he held it down. Sarv's gonna hold it down. I don't know about all y'all, but Sarv's good. So this dude uh, tries pretty much everything domestically. He goes to San Francisco, does all this weird shit, drops by a place where they all fucking masturbate together. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, a masturbatathon. Remember, they yeah, did it for charity. So I, I <laughs> know Bryce. Right. And I was like, I, I, so I thought that was just like where they they filmed like you know kink.com shit, right? I thought they just uh-huh. there was a sound studio, but apparently they're running like. You know, members only parties there. They showed those photos, and I was like, yeah. "Damn!" Dude. Oh yeah, that was, oh god, <laughs> this is wild as fuck. This San Francisco, they got shit like that all over the place, man. Mm. Yeah, man, but they they really wanted to highlight that shit, <laughs> dude. Those are some nice photos. Uh, so he goes to the energy. he goes to places like that, and then eventually, at some point, he goes to a sex shop where he meets a pretty important person for this documentary uh but again this guy always being borderline sketch he always does something pretty fucking sketchy and uh i honestly don't think this documentary would have gone over well if it came out today that's Uh, what i was going to talk about when we're discussing the mechanics of how they were filming it i'm pretty sure because of this scene and a couple other ones that happened yeah it would be considered not okay to show in major theaters or even like at all probably because it was a little scummy dude like yeah it it definitely was yeah there's a lot of a lot of the scenarios and just the way they filmed it that shit wouldn't fly today Mm -mm. and it wasn't even that long ago like this movie came out in what 2013 or something Mm -hmm. 28 was it 2013 okay sure well (laughs) which doesn't say when it was filmed though so Whatever. Let's just say 13. But yeah, he was doing some pretty questionable shit. Like he goes into the sex shop and he starts recording. And, uh, you know, he's talking to this chick who is pretty much showing him around, like asking him what he wants and kind of like showing him some cock rings and stuff like that. Those cock rings are too big for him, I can guarantee you. 
<laughs> I yeah. saw that shit and I was like, nah, you ain't fitting that shit, bro. <laughs> oh, he knew. He knew. He was like, oh, I'm not interested. I can't do that shit. He was like, okay. <laughs> um, various various um, dildos on, on poles and like motorized dildos. I remember there was a scene where he's attacking the camera with a dildo. Oh, yeah, the freaking, like, the machine gun. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I want to know how old this dude was, because I, I kept thinking, like, this guy, he must have graduated high school, like, two years prior or some shit like that. It seems like it seems like the hangups he have are based on um, lack of knowledge, but also general lack of experience in the world, you he know? He really immature. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, oh, there's a... Oh, go ahead. I was no, gonna say, no. I was we can put together what we know about him from the movies so far. It's like grew up in a small rural town in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, moved like out to, traditional, to uh, basically, right? pornography. Yeah. Most likely moves out to L.A. where he wants to be a comedian. So you would assume he gets a little exposed to things as far as uh, entertainment industry goes. But considering when we think this uh, film was uh, made, probably not a lot of uh self-exploration um assistance going on there everybody's just fucking and not talking about it basically because that's what right. they do out there, right so he's right. just like diving into this world completely unaware like he has he doesn't even realize he can't bring a camera into these places really because he's like he sits that shit down on a table he's like i'm gonna film myself you know like he's not even cutty about it kind he of a pumpkin like, yeah you know? absolutely i think that really spoke to like his lack of not not even just awareness, but just his lack of understanding of everything. You yeah, know? you know, uh, one one thing I, I'll say to that is that um, in our era, we grew up with a lot of these kind of romantic comedies and like mm-hmm. self exploration movies that I felt pushed the discussion with a lot of people. Like we always had like really open sexual discussions and in matters of love and like relationships and sex. Like we. I just thought it was normal to talk about that because I, I grew up watching movies like, you know, a lot of high school kind of movies and stuff where people where self-discovery and breaking through these walls are yeah. like commonplace. So a lot of my peers would were all in the same boat. So we just thought it was OK to talk about all this stuff. I feel like this person was um, very sheltered and oh, entirely. Had a whole new world, whole new world to explore once that ball got rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he, I mean, it's really telling that when he went to that barbecue, all his friends from high school were there. Like, everybody. They call him Patty Whack Pickle Dick. You remember that? <laughs> they call him Patty Whack Pickle Dick. And he hated that nickname. But, I mean, damn, that's that's a fucked up thing to be called, man. They called like, somebody. I, they right? got him. They got him. But I'm just oh, saying, yeah. like, that, that was like, that That is just speaks to, like, the kind of background he had. Because, like, he left, he went to a place, he lived in a place where, People don't leave, you know, they just live there and they make their entire lives there. And they even right. said, like, I think everything he's chasing after has a lot to do with, you know, him feeling inadequate. And that's why he went to L.A. or some shit like that. And I'm like, damn, right. dude, they had like a whole, you know, theory on this dude before this even started. How are you going to go to L.A. with a small ass dick? That's the worst place to go. Right? <laughs> you, could, you could be an improv comedian, man. I'm pretty sure. It'll fit in over there. Uh, it, you're right, though, Chris, and that it's really telling that everybody at that party seemed to be socially at least aware of the situation and uh, kind of made fun of it 
in a way of like making light of it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like whatever, you got a small dick. They all kind of they didn't think it was that big of a deal, even though they joke about it, right? The right. only mm-hmm. one that thought it was a big deal was obviously What's Ben, him? whatever the fuck his name is. I think it's yeah. Patty. I think it's Patrick now because they call him Patty. I'm like, oh it? yeah, it is Patrick. It is Pat. You're right. Okay. It's Pat. It's Pat. Damn. Damn. And he would get mad about that shit, apparently. He would just like, he would be be raw about it. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, his his immaturity, his lack of experience, it seems like uh, sexually and socially, he's a bit of a late bloomer, um, especially especially when he goes to the sex shop. And he's doing shit, uh, he's doing things at at that, sex shop that people do who like just got permission to be able to go to places like that you know right like i just turned 18 i can go to a sex shop fuck yeah i don't even know if that's a rule but i'm just saying the freaky world of a sex shop indeed he got introduced uh that that damn store manager real quick though i'll tell you that yeah yeah because hey so this is important so eventually yeah they find out or she calls them out by seeing like a hidden camera and the manager does as well just like hold on what the fuck is this and then he has to he actually dashes out of the sex shop mm-hmm. at that point she was like get the fuck out of my store and i was like oh, he yeah, tried to explain go. himself like a it was such a weak ass he was like oh well no it's not what it looks like uh, yeah, the camera crew sure outside the window <laughs> and everything she was like what are you sure like, oh, <laughs> i don't know that guy uh-huh. yeah he had he had to scoot the fuck out of there with the quickness this had to be jackass era, man. That's the only way you get away with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pre-clout yeah. era, you know. Definitely. And then I guess um, around that time, uh, we talked about already his attempts to try to enlarge his penis, at least domestically. And, um, you know, talking to all these people. He talked to the pediatrician, the urologist. Eventually, uh, Pat takes a trip outside of the country, which to me, when I first watched this, was like, okay, that's where it would have stopped for me. I'm definitely not leaving the fucking country to fi- try to find out if I could get a bigger dick. On a penis knowledge mission. Like, that's wild. Yeah. Like, I'm seeking enlightenment levels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, where did he go? He went to... Uh, what was the first location he went to? It reminds me of the street... I think. So, uh, Malaysia? It, re- it reminds me of uh, the Street Fighter stages. Where yeah, like, dude. Japan. You know what I mean? <laughs> <You got that. laughs> Trying to find out what Blanca's got to tell me about my <laughs> Exactly. The freaky world of Blanca. <laughs> Blanca dicks and shit. Like, what the hell, dude? And yeah, it, So he, he hits up Malaysia. Yeah. And then he gets a little bit of information there. Then he heads over to Korea, which, you know, I didn't know Korea was down like that, you know, with dicks. Like, right. I had never heard of any of that shit. No one ever talks about, like, the devotion to dick that korea is on you know they got yeah. statues of that shit all over the place and also here since since we're putting it all on the table um i'm half korean i got so ethered when when they dropped the knowledge facts that koreans have the smallest dicks on average <laughs> bro <laughs> I'm <on> <laughs> <laughs> hey, but how, how how fucked up was it though? Because this this part of the documentary also made me feel like I'm only not... half Korean, by the way. <laughs> Are you for good, bro? We already we already discussed. We can't relate to this guy. Let's <laughs> see what's up. Uh, so this but they dude, had a whole penis park. 
<laughs> so this dude goes to Korea, and the thing that he says is like, huh, well, statistically, Korea has the smallest dicks in the world. So I'm about to go there and go make myself feel better. I was like, you're a dick. You're a fucking yeah. asshole. Fuck this yeah, guy. He, you know, he, he's, he's trying, trying to take it. Yeah. yeah. That's probably an old ass game like that people be doing. I'm gonna go to like some Asian country because like I ain't really hard in Asia, right? Like, come well, on, I'm bro. short here in California, but if I go out to fucking Korea, I'm tall. Fuck Literally yeah. big in Japan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what a shitty dude. But but how how about this though? He, huh. So he went to Korea and he gave a talk for those university students, and they was laughing at him. Yeah, they were like, bro, I can't it, believe he's bringing this shit up, bro. Like, <laughs> like, man, we got so much other shit to worry about right now. Like, do you know who our neighbors are? Yeah. <laughs> like, worried about I'm, my dick. I'm worried about that dick to the north. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you this, too. Um, so there's a scene when he's in Korea to where he tries to, oh, again, with the hidden camera, mm. he gets his ass beat in a bathhouse. Oh, that was the oh, yeah. <laughs> They was like, hey, no, they just fucking they tried to jump. <laughs> dude, I was like, oh, fuck, it's, it's over, man. <laughs> See, how did he think that that was okay? There's no fucking way that you think you could film dudes naked is being okay. Like, he, his character yeah. as a person keeps taking a massive fucking dive. And this is where you start understanding, you know what, man? I don't think this is about your penis. I think you just suck. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Because... After a certain while, like the the gas tank of being insecure runs out, uh-huh. and then you're just doing weird shit. And that's what it was, like, dude. You don't bring a camera into a bathhouse. Yeah, you yeah. remember when, dude? You remember when he goes underwater and shit? Like they <laughs> throw him. <laughs> <in> a- <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking swirly, you know, bro. Lord, fucking guaylo shit. My man was looking like Death Stranding and shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They did, I'm like, that. They, they fucking did some cinematography on that shot. Yeah, yeah no. they really did. But he then bounced out of the country after that. He was like, fuck this place, and I'm going to Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. He went to Taiwan. Or, yeah, he went to, was it Taiwan or Thailand? No, One it of the was. Two of Taiwan, okay, because that's where he got all the holistic medicine shit that he was trying to do. Yeah, rooster testicles and fucking like, yeah. what else was there? Like, that's where the dick licking happened. Yeah, dick liquor or some shit like that. Dude, who is drinking dick liquor? Like, <laughs> bro, he, he took a swing of that shit. He was like, oh god, and then like the freaking caption like appears to. The, where he's looking at my like, dude, that's about to be meme worthy, like immediately. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. So for those uninitiated into this journey, like, yeah, he goes to Thailand and they have all like uh these penises and like testicles and jars, mm. and there there's like a ladle and they scoop in shots. <laughs> so this dude is drinking like this super mystical, like rooster testicles, and he's like eating them and stuff. Like, what the sir. fuck, dude? Yeah. Oh man. And this is like old. This is like old tech because there's been movies in America that include these elements. And I'm like, uh, that movie Sprung with Tommy Davidson and uh, Jamie Fox. Oh yeah, and he's like you with that tiger penis, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that shit is wild as fuck. Yeah, that's the uh, in Taiwan. It's the same location where he meets these fucking Sifu for lifting weights with his dick. Master Two learned the ancient method of penis weight hanging through his father's teachings. 
By lifting weights with your penis, you increase your body's natural energy and penis length. Oh, yeah. man. Let's talk about that. That's just wild. So, so yeah. Uh, go so, pre prefacing this, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen the videos on the internet of, like, the guys getting kicked in the junk to, like, you know, <laughs> show that they can just take it and, like, several times lifting yeah. that shit with their dick, lifting bricks with their dick and shit. So that's what's going on here, you know? Yeah. Like he went to yeah, a dojo. There's like a, there's like a penis master. Like there's like it looks like a dojo, but this ain't your regular dojo, bro. <laughs> nah, man. It was like he's like he's like we practice qigong, and he's like doing like the fucking qigong exercises. And I was like, you know, maybe you should just do that and go home, and you'll be happier with yourself. You know, towards some tai chi or something, right? Dude, he, right. he even breaks it down like, bro, this is generational knowledge that we've acquired over years and years from our ancestors, lifting weights with our dicks. And there's all this like tapestry imagery, like of <laughs> scrolls and shit of people lifting shit with their dick. Like the, the impressive, <laughs> sure. But it's basically like extreme joking. Yeah, it is extreme joking. Olympic joking. Fucking Olympic joking. They're they're trying to break records over there. <laughs> oh, oh man. So they attach a five wait, is a five pound weight to I hit. Get a five pounder, yeah. To hit. Yeah. 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 So there's like a spotter, there's like the the masters there, and you know, they, they make this little demonstration of someone just getting punched in the junk and it's like <laughs> he's just taking it and he's old as fuck too. That dude was like super old. He's just like, My my dick can take this. You know, <laughs> so they Yeah, and they tie a weight to his dick and the look on that person's face at the time uh. is, is a mix between this hurts, but also Say hello, say hello to the new me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Reborn. It, it's, yeah. it's so funny because when he actually does the dick lift and he's like, the they're guiding him through it and he does it or whatever. He finishes the workout. Yeah. They're like, so like, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel like light? Do you feel? He was like, well, I feel sweaty. And I, I guess I feel like a little light. And they're like, that's it, bro. That's the cheat. Just, uh, yeah, that's she talking to you, bro. <laughs> and then they have that other dude just like for no reason. They got that one dude flex on. What was it like? He said he had two hundred pounds on that shit. No, I, I wrote it down as three hundred. Dude, he lifted three hundred and fifty pounds with this dick. Bro. Dude, that dude lifted me with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> he had perfect form, by the way. Perfect fucking form. Yeah, he did. And if you remember, um, oh god, all, all the weights and everything. So they set up these bricks so that each leg is on a different like stack of bricks. Yeah, only only so that the dick could accommodate all the weight under him. Mm -hmm. And when I saw all those weights go up, I was like, "Holy fuck! This dude probably got the longest dick." And then they showed his tortured Ooh. ass, his tortured ass looking penis, dude. And it's mad small, cuz. He's like, I've been doing this for years. And I, you know what? <laughs> that dude gave up on growing his dick a long time ago. He's just satisfied by how much he can lift with that shit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't be, though, at that point? Because that's a lot. Dude, 350 pounds. I made sure to write down how much it was, too. Because I was like, wow, dude, that's a, that's a lot. So, so when Patrick's looking at that shit, you know he's getting a flashback to that doctor lady telling him, like, you might experience a rebound effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. So, I, yeah, I also think about um, when he was on his whole penis growing routine. Mm -hmm. 
all sorts of damage that he might have been causing to his fucking dick, man. Like While weight hanging seemed promising, that guy's junk didn't look too great. And mine kind of feels like a pair of old shoelaces. Pills taking a beating for sure. Dude, pills and then went to China lifting weights and shit. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. The penis is a really sensitive kind of organ. Like, what the fuck, man? What, what yeah, like, it's going to tell you when that shit is not... Because it, it, everything hurts it, basically. And it'll right. tell you when you are not supposed to be doing something to it by sh causing you pain. Yeah. And these and, and that was a constant theme in this movie, where they were just like, basically, no pain, no gain. We got to fuck your dick up if you want it to get bigger. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I say, do not torture the penis. <laughs> That was the only way. And he still went for it. He went all the way. You know what's a common thing that pretty much everywhere that he went, uh, people kept telling him? It was that pretty much um, porn and shit like that has changed people's minds, right? Mm. Like at a lot of countries that he went to, it was like, uh, um, yeah, you know, our girlfriends are telling us that we need bigger dicks or whatever because they saw bigger dicks and they're like, well, if you can have one, why not fucking get one? Like, it's a fucking item you can buy at a store. <laughs> right. <laughs> why not? Uh, but he was also being told something by, I think, mostly the older generations. Uh -huh. And the lady in Korea really laid it out in a beautiful way where she was like, you just got, and the gist of it was, you got to find someone who is going to love every part of you. Yeah. Yeah. And regardless of the imperfections, you know, or right. if you even consider that an imperfection, it's, they consider that part of the package. Yeah. And I think that really hit him hard, but he was already like committed to doing this movie, but it probably could have ended right there. Yeah. You know? No, I, com I completely agree because, uh, yeah, that woman really put it in a way that I think hit him in the heart, but he also wasn't trying to hear it on a lot of levels because everything was in motion. You know what right. I mean? And he was still thinking about being dumped by his ex at the, in front of the ballpark. So he's like, well, I, that ain't going to happen. I ain't going to find nobody because I thought I found the one and she said I had a small dick. So let's keep going, guys. Yeah, I got that extra eighth of an inch from joking. So <laughs> yeah, good. Like, what, <laughs> what you really want to do. Yeah. He only notices because really he stares way, at let his me tell dick. You, about <laughs> uh, you know what, what else happens a lot in this movie is he, according to him, drops a lot of facts on uh, like penis info or whatever. And he's convinced himself because he literally says this at, around that time where he meets that lady where he's like, well, obviously um, it's nature. It's in, it's in women's nature to want to be with a man with a larger penis. So the only way I'm going to solve this problem is if I have a larger penis, which is super fucking telling about yeah. how he's approaching his problem where it's like, we all know here that that is a hundred percent not fucking true. Like, yeah, I I'm, I definitely agree. It's it's a crazy fucking thought to think that you're in a relationship with a person and what she just sees a bigger dick and you're done for. It's fucking stupid. But right. Remember though, he's coming from a sheltered background, and his first trip out was to live in L.A., where they probably told him, "Yeah, we, you need a big dick to live here," you know. So like it's a requirement. Yeah, Him, he's just literally just getting exposed to all these new ideas, and he he's got to be like tw at least twenty eight. No, I, there's no way. There's no way he's fucking twenty eight. In my mind, I feel like this person is probably like twenty three or something. He looks mid twenties <laughs> at the most. Yeah. Uh, 
here's the thing, and I think this is important for us to talk about this too, is that like, I only think this whole big penis fucking thing or penis size stuff really matters when you legit are just putting it out there where all you do, all you're doing is trying to fuck. You're mm-hmm. ev- you're eventually gonna find people that are like, this is whack. You have a small penis, right? Right. Like, if all you're pursuing is just being a, a a hoe, like a male fucking hoe, it's gonna happen because the the people that you end up hooking up with in those scenarios often will judge you because it's very physical. Those yeah. encounters are super physical. It's not emotional. It's it's not how much you like this person. It's a one night stand type situation, and yeah, they're gonna judge you on uh, your physical appearance and your penis size. That's yeah. common, right? And the thing is, is that they eventually explain that to him in a bunch of different ways of like, well, uh, what was that? Uh, Dan Savage, he eventually yeah. ends up talking to basically tell him that shit too. him and a bunch of other people tell him in different ways where it's like, well, then you don't fuck somebody that cares about dick size. And it's yeah. like, right. but he thinks everybody cares is the problem, you know? Bro. Yeah. He went to that porn convention, and Ron Jeremy told him, like, you want a tongue, man. That's what you need. Yeah, exactly. Ew. And that, that's a good point. Okay, regardless of your penis size, eat pussy. Get into it. Exactly. You know, unless something is seriously wrong down there, just get the fuck in there and be somebody. Don't be afraid to be somebody because there's so much more to sex than just, like, your penis. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's this whole world that you can get into. And you can be good at it, but you have to try, you know, like, I I mean, I really don't feel that it comes down to penis size that much, but also I'm not in the category to where it has really been too much of an issue. And I know I'm not packing. All I'm yeah. saying is eat pussy, bro. If there's one thing you could take away from this, hmm. eat pussy. <laughs> I was get say- into it. No, and really get into it. I was going to say, you actually raised a really good point um, when you said you got to try because there's a scene later on in the movie where his mom's just recounting all the things that he just didn't follow through on, like, you know, basketball, you know, the the SATs, you know, the dude walks out of everything Mm -hmm. and he's about, well, I don't want to spoil the part that is happening at because we'll probably get to it, but like he basically was about to walk out on something else. Right. I'm thinking like, he got all that information from these people throughout his journey, got all these, you know, real like the real answers not like you need a big dick because i want a big dick answer you got like you need to find love you need to find somebody that can you know accept you for who you are and love that about you yeah and get tongue you know and he was like nah i i i I, that sounds like hard work i just want a big dick (laughs) yeah yeah he constantly um counts himself out but it's like if you give it all you got in the bedroom or if you give some of what you got or most of what you got that puts you way above most people, I mm-hmm. feel, you know what I mean? Any, yeah, you know what I mean? Girls tell me, like, I've been with a dude, and he didn't do shit. Like, he just basically railed me for 30 minutes, and that was it. And that was, like, it was not enjoyable for me. And I was like, yeah, well, what? no one's into that. Yeah. Nah. Like, sex is so much more than just, like, the act of fucking. You know what I mean? And I think that people's brains have been turned completely around by watching pornography. It's like, I compare that to, like, um, like when you watch movies, like action movies mm. and stuff. You know, that's that's some stuntman type shit. Glass bro. breaks, yeah. nobody gets yeah. cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. That's some stuntman shit. You know, <laughs> to me is like completely removed from 
what pornography is. Pornography is just like, you know, things that, things that look great. good might not feel good. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm telling you right now, like, I, I, to give people advice who are on the lower spectrum, yeah, eat pussy. Low normal. Yeah, low normal. Hollow. <laughs> Hollow normal. Um, <laughs> right. but it's like, it's like, yeah, learn how to go down. Learn all these other aspects of sex. But ultimately, sex is, I think why it's such a sensitive subject is because there is a physical exposure and emotional exposure that you go through when you're right. doing these things. And it is very mental. It is all these other things. So the fact that, like, how much a girl likes you or how much somebody likes you or how much they enjoy your company, all that shit fucking matters into how to make it better, right? Yeah. Who you yeah. are in general. Like, if it's like, oh, the fantasy of whatever the fuck it is. Like, for instance, here's a good example, Chris. If some girl has just been fantasizing about fucking your brains out and then you give her that dude that she's been fantasizing about where you just give it to her, you know, well, then you successful. You just blew this girl's mind. But yeah. let's just say that you just pussyfooted around the whole situation and you're kind of weenie about it. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't really want to try wild shit. And she was just so disappointed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It has nothing to do with your dick. Literally nothing. It's it, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I feel like it completely doesn't because um, like when you're having sex with somebody and you know that it's good sex, like you're you're operating on levels that are way beyond just like um, the one for one. Yeah, that that comes out of like the physical aspects as well. You know what I mean? It's it's the way you touch someone's shoulder, the way you mm -hmm. grab a titty, the way you grab a leg, the way you grab the butt cheek. You know, yeah. there's, Break so, it down. there's so many fucking things that you can do to contribute to that situation. But the worst thing you could do mm. that I picture in my mind, like the way that this person mind state is it's like i have a small dick therefore i cannot do anything oh, like everything like he might as well not have like arms and legs at that point you know? yeah exactly like it's not i don't really feel like it's about that you know what i mean you know what else i i suspect about this guy is that he's mm -hmm. only had sex drunk that's probably the truth though is like he's trying to trying to tear down these walls that he has all built up and only liquor or like, you know what I mean? Can take him away from that to where he's willing to go there. But, and that only makes it worse, I feel. It you does. know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't remember what the hell you did or you just like, you, you just got it over with and it meant nothing to you. And, and, then, you a, and, and then you have a bad relationship with the act of sex where you're just like, yeah. You, right. it's it, it's like you don't even like because i never really got the the idea from him that he was trying to fuck anybody in the movie like you know likewise he, yeah likewise you know? well well put like he was just kind of out there like trying to figure out how to solve his own problem and he never really put it out there like well maybe i can i'm, I'm good at this or maybe i uh can make up for with this you know with other acts you know like like i said he just had no follow-through and I sure. feel like he's had just just either no relationship with sex or just such a bad one that his small penis just literally made it worse for his ex-girlfriend. And I think that's why she dumped him, because she was like, not only do you have a small dick, but you're really bad at sex. Right. I'm guessing you can have a small, like a fucking the smallest dick. But if you can satisfy someone in enough, like, like the Korean woman, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the stuff she was saying is like, you can do... 
the best job that you can. And I've, I felt this person never tried on that level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, do you, I mean, if y'all remember, he went to he went to New York City and he talked with the dude that had the biggest dick like in the world, right? Yo, is, is, is yours like the biggest? As far as I know, I was measured on camera 13 and a half. How has having a penis that large changed your life? Well, I was eight inches when I was 10, so it's sort of like normalcy for me, you know? Right. The only thing that changes is people's reaction to me, mm-hmm. you know? So it makes sex easier. It doesn't make relationships easier. You know, I've had relationships, but none of them have really lasted more than, say, eight months. Yeah. Do you remember that part? And the dude with the biggest dick in the world was, he still never had a last a relationship that lasted longer than eight months. Because he's probably just like, I don't even, like, it's like one of those things where, like, people know I have a big dick, so. Dude, so how do I so stop adding me? Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet he gave some pretty sage advice, though. He really did, though, because, I mean, look, someone, like, it was the exact person he wanted to talk to. Yeah. And then to find out that someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, he's like, I got the biggest dick literally in the world type shit. Uh-huh. And. I can't find love. Yeah, he was so lonely, and that made me sad too. He he basically said this. He was like, he was like, okay, let's just say that I gave you my penis. What's gonna change about that? Well, how is that gonna change your life? He's like, you're just gonna have a big dick. He's like, you're just gonna be be you. You you with a big dick. He's like, there's no difference. And it's like, and he he had to break it down from like how sad he was and his his failings in relationship. It's like. Hey man, you just gotta find somebody that really cares about you, and then all those things aren't gonna matter as much. You know, again, rises again. You know, like find someone who will appreciate all your finer points and find ways to love the points that you don't love so much. You know, and maybe that'll make you understand. Like, hey, it doesn't matter if I have a small dig. I got like this really great person that makes me feel like I can do anything. You know, and that's worth all the more than all the dicks in the world, basically. You know, I, it really is. I think it just comes worth down more to than that. a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that dude definitely had a strut. Like when they were walking, dude, oh, the yeah. that dude definitely had a fucking strut. Like, yeah, I got a big. He's like, dick. well, at least I got <laughs> at least I got the confidence in this shit. I gotta make it work somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that uh, the big dick dude's loneliness really like it, it hit to the core. I was like, man, so. As a as a male, yeah. Here here is this person that you know society and like media like oh man this dude got the biggest dick and this dude was fucking actually pretty lonely dude. Yeah, it's the, like it's only... like it's like the anime trope where you have that that guy who's like I I became the best fighter in the world I killed all my enemies and now I have no one left to fight. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing left, man, and that's it. You know. <laughs> Also, I've seen animes like that before, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I read the book like that right now, actually. Well, at some point in the movie, after he does all that holistic shit, tugs on his dicks with weights, uh, and basically beats his dick to shit, he goes to uh, one other location. I think it's called Papua New Guinea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and he goes to, like, um, an indigenous tribe to try to get some advice or a witch doctor to help his dick grow right they probably yeah, have the like, same I, 
I cannot understate like this person's journey. Like this is not one location, two locations. Like he's on a world tour yeah. on dick knowledge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dick knowledge. Do you guys remember if him visiting the the penis doctor, the one that does the surgery, was before he went to Papua New Guinea or after? Um, are you talking about the Korean one? Yeah, the one that the basically the last one he went to. So that came later because when he went to Papua New Guinea, he went to the witch doctor, which I'll say right now they had the that easily the safest method for increasing your penis size because they're like, "Well, we're not gonna fucking put shit in your dick. That's stupid." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Why would anybody do that? <laughs> but then they find the dude that will, and it gets mad sketch. That motherfucker was just like the crack dealer, man. <laughs> there, the a- injection guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. There's a part where this dude's like. Hey, is it safe? And he's like, fuck yeah, it's safe. I'm like, this motherfucker's safe. It's FDA approved, dog. It's fucking good. <laughs> he's, he said he shot up like uh, 2,300 people. Not one complaint. Shit. Not one complaint. Not one complaint. Like, yeah, look- just walk down this alley, bro, and come into this dimly lit hotel looking ass room. Like, man, all the fuck? locals pointed them towards it too. And they was like, yeah, you want to go see this dude, man. He's good. <laughs> this oh, the guy. What and the then fuck? he told them, like, I'm about to fucking inject your shit 10 times. After the first one, piece of cake. Even had, like, a tactical, like, 25 millimeters here, like, 25 millimeters there, and it's, like, showing all the different angles that he's going to inject the penis. Man. I'm going to hit it here. I'm going to hit it on the right. And then 10, <laughs> 10 centimeters right here. We got you, baby. I know. It's just like, wow. Like, that's just not even gonna hurt. Like you know, a day later you're gonna be right as rain. It's just gonna be humongous. You know. Do you guys right. think that that dude that was trying to sell him on it was in on that whole fucking scam? Like, yeah, bet, bro. So I know what you're talking about because there's a moment where the camera focuses on him and he's got that look on his face where he's like, oh, uh, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. <gonna> do it. <laughs> don't do it. And also, like they're in that dusty ass jeep and they're running down the fucking street and they give like a a live testimonial. Yeah, the fucking dudes in the back there was like, oh, yeah, I threw out of a tree and landed on my sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so the doctor repaired his best friend's dick or something, and it's just like, yeah, man, like, you fell or something, and your nuts split open, and, you know, but now look at you. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> That's insane as fuck. <laughs> dude, and they're all looking at this dude, Pat, like, like, what's the problem, bro? Just let me hit you up with this fucking syringe. Take Relax. the needle, dude. I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix you. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, um, so unrelated to that, when he's in Korea, there, there's a surgeon. Yeah. A plastic surgeon who has perfected some sort of method. And if you remember, uh, they actually showed one of the patients. And yeah, peep my shit out, dog. Yeah, and on top of that, the 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 doctor is like, "No, go ahead, touch it." Oh my god, dude. <laughs> he gets his he that weird moment when he just reaches out and grabs his dick. Like, damn. <laughs> He's like, what's it feel like? <laughs> it was real. It was like, so now you know what's up. Now, now, now that I made you grab his dick. You know what's up. You know the shit. Yeah. had two methods though. He's like, we can either take fat from your body or somebody else's. A cadaver. No, no, a dead body. Yeah, dude. dead body's fat <laughs> on your dick, dude. He's like, you're I don't recommend end- that one. Dude, you're gonna end up like Snake from The Simpsons when he's got that <laughs> hair 
Do you remember when he got that hair from somebody yeah, that right. died or something? Or no, when oh, he got the he, hair. How you gonna have a fucking like a dick with like a ghost story attached to it? Let's oh my god, that. dude! There's, there's, that's a fucking movie now. I'm telling you, man. Just because uh, of that. Okay, so can we talk about the fact that he even bitched out at that point to where, where um, well, yeah, yeah, proven, and he's just. Do you want a big dick or not, bro? I guess. Yeah. I and think, I think, um, not only at that point, but in Papua New Guinea, he was starting to confront like just how serious he was about it, though. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like he he was definitely like pretty like he let the needle touch it. He definitely let the needle touch that shit, and he was like, yeah. "Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, you know, right. And right. he he had that moment of clarity where he was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck have I been doing for the last couple of months?" You I think know? his cameraman even tells him, "Like, bro, are you sure? Like, dude, what are we doing here?" Yeah, eventually it gets. Do you remember? There's a part in the movie where it gets too real, and he wants out. He tries to hit eject. Yeah, on the whole situation, but what he does also is he's walking down the street. And yelling at his cameraman in front of other people who are trying to enjoy lunch or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, this is all bullshit. You know, I'm just going to run around, around and I'm tired of being like the small dick motherfucker who's making a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and you see everyone's lunch ruined. Like there's a look yeah. on a woman's face who's just like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, my God. That shit was all funny. <laughs> yeah. He says he's like, what woman's going to want to fuck me after this fucking documentary? Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. You're right. Yeah. There's uh, always a there's always an unwilling witness to somebody's uh, meltdown, mm-hmm. but rarely on some on that kind of level. It's just like holy shit, dude. Yeah. That, that's definitely like top ten for like the what the hell am I involved in? Like, and there's cameras everywhere. I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know? Yeah, and then maybe even years later, like they might be eating lunch again and be like, there goes that small dick dude that was mad. <laughs> it's, the, it's the little dick motherfucker i think at it's that point he just me, he just realized oh like not only how the situation is not going to get better for him but how he's actually making it worse by making the documentary and yeah he's like dude like because remember he but i do feel it's super brave that he did is it though because i feel like since he's a comedian he thought it was going to be funny but he didn't know it was going to get real Okay, but we're laughing at him. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> but I do think he probably was like, if at work, the worst thing that could happen is that I. No, get we're laughing here. at him. No, no, <laughs> not with. Yeah, we're not I feel laughing. like we're laughing at him. I don't think he was even laughing at all. He was just like, like there was a certain point even before Papua New Guinea where he was just kind of like, "Fuck, I'm starting to get kind of stressed," you know, like. Mm-hmm. And it's not really about my dick size, but it's kind of about who I am. And I think that's what really made him upset when he when he got back to America. It wasn't so much that he had a tiny dick and he put it on display for everyone, but he was like, I don't even know who the fuck I am, dude. Like, I haven't. What have I done with my life? And, he, and, he had like a like an existential moment. And right. that is a really big moment in the movie because um, ultimately that is his problem. It's that people who have problems like like him, they haven't really found themselves yet. You know, they haven't become comfortable in their own skin yet. And that's his biggest issue. It's not that he has a small dick. It's not that all these other external things. It's that first and foremost, 
you know how hard it is to hang out with people or be in a relationship with somebody that isn't comfortable in their own skin, that isn't, yeah. isn't okay with being themselves? You know, it's such a fucking burden, bro, to be with somebody like that, even friends like that. Yeah, you know? it really is. I've been in situations like that before when um, people have had their, their hangups. Yeah. And it's like hangups are understandable, but when they're constantly like when you know that someone's hangups do not go away yeah and and you try and show them something better it's like hey no one's judging you on that you know what i mean yeah but it doesn't go away it's like listen that's tough to be around i can't i, I can't do it personally and and i think uh was it dan savage the the guy from new york the radio uh, yeah so savage he actually waited out for him where he was always he was like yeah i was with a guy who <laughs> I loved a lot, but he could not stop talking about his hangup and that yeah. shit ended up affecting relationship because I got exhausted dealing with that. Yeah. Because that, that dude had a small dick and just would not stop about it and just wouldn't leave it alone. That's really tough to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you could, and I, the way, the way he was saying it at the time, I really feel like he would have just been with that person for life. Probably because everything else about that person was probably great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's just get over it. I guess you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'll be sensitive to the to the partner. Like it, it's hard for people to get over things that they feel are wrong with them, especially when they don't have any way out. And I think yeah. that's like probably I'm I'm not a doctor, but I think that's probably a symptom of some kind of depression, also. Sure. Because that shit is just like it'll it'll take over your life, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and people are prepared for that. Not everybody's prepared to deal with shit like that. They they're they're ready to have a happy life with the person they love, and that could stand in the way of that. And the person that's you know dealing with it, or rather the the partner who is watching their other partner go through that, has to decide: Am I going to stick this out? Or is this hopeless and I just have to make a really hard decision, you know? And some yeah. people decide to stick with it anyway. And, you know, maybe they just learn to live with that person's insecurities. And some people are just like, you know, I don't want to do this to myself anymore because now this is causing me anxiety. This is causing me a form of depression because I mm. feel like an inadequate lover to you because I can't make you feel better. I can't fix you. Makes me yeah. feel like shit. That's definitely well said because, I mean, if you come from a position of love, and like caring you want to feel like you can elevate somebody or maybe like ease them down off of their own anxieties you know mm -hmm. what i mean and you and that the more insecure someone is the more it makes you feel like you're getting pulled into this kind of constant insecurity you know what mm -hmm. i mean and you want to be a person that can pull someone out of it but sometimes you hit a moment where it's just like you know what that this is never going to change. And that's reasonable because you can f do the best you can, but some people just can't shake their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's the mature part of this whole thing. Right. Cause it's, it's, you gotta mature to a level where you can be like, okay, I want to be somebody that can um, be very accepting of another person and stuff like that. But yeah. If this issue is something that, you know, I've tried to help you out and we try to come up with some solutions or whatever, but it literally is detrimental to me emotion emotionally so much that it brings me down 
to a certain level, well then yeah, that's that and that's relationship shit. Like you have to recognize when it's time to go. And if shit like that's not going to change, it's like, man, those those kinds of issues that this guy has is one of those things that this might take a long time for this guy to work this shit out on his own. That yeah, right. I, you literally can't help him. He has to do it himself. Yeah, that's well said. I definitely got that impression. It's like um, it's up to the individual to be triumphant, like with their own problems. You yeah. know what I mean? Otherwise, everyone else is going to be dealing with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's okay. It's okay to speak on insecurities like mm-hmm. often if you have them, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, people don't want to hear that shit. Real, real talk. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you too. I definitely don't want to hear that shit when people are giving you legitimate solutions and you don't do shit about it. You could go completely yeah. the other way with it. You go the six minute abs fucking direction as opposed to the real shit that's going to actually fix you, which is dealing with yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about the self, I feel. you know. I would say even if you want the six-minute abs, you still got to deal with yourself because you could get the six-minute abs and still be an insufferable, you know, self-deprecating dick, you but, know? But it's what it represents is more so No, totally. I, mean. I, I get you, yeah. Like, like what's, you know, it, the, what's the problem with six-minute abs is, is what it's advertising to you and what it's taking advantage of the people that it's selling to, right? And that's mm-hmm. those types of solutions that – this guy is constantly chasing where it's this quick fix. You know, it's like, Oh, well, if I get this, then my life will be happier. I'll be banging all the chicks and fuck. Yeah, dude, that's life. Life's that fucking easy. Well, but, you can tell that this dude probably thought his life was perfect up until this point, And he's just like not able to deal with the adversity. And I think that again, goes back to the fact that when he runs up against something that's hard, he mm-hmm. just walks out on it. Cause he's just like, screw it. You know, like, I want my life to continue to be as smooth as possible. And up until that point, he was able to do that. You know, all those activities that he quit, those were things that probably did not have a gigantic impact on his life in comparison to what, you know, at least to him, his, his dick, you know? People right. He says, I'm not going to take the SAT. I'm going to go to L.A. and become a comedian. I'm not going to become a basketball star. I'm going to go to L.A. and become a comedian, you know? And then this girl told him, you got a small dick, and I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> Damn. And rejected him at the, at, at, at the precipice of relationship yeah man i feel like she was sick he he was definitely she was definitely sick of something yeah I, you know? but I think it, it could also have been i mean look she was real too to to the extent to be like you have a small penis but also i feel like the insecurities that the person had internally is mm-hmm. really could have could have been if, if if they confronted it in the proper way that maybe it wouldn't matter as much, you know, because I, I feel like it could be also, and you have a small dick instead of just like you have a small dick. You know what I mean? I just wonder, like, I mean, I, I would really like to see an interview with the, uh, the would be fiance. Yeah. To figure like out what's what? going on there because yeah. it, it, it just kind of felt like she stuck with him for quite some time, at least to the point where she met the family and they got a good impression of her. And we don't even know how long, though. We don't know how long, but for whatever reason, she was the one to him. So right. I would like to know exactly what their life was like prior to that, because it kind of seemed like that was the last straw. 
Because if they yeah. were fine up until that point, and she said, like, I can't believe you asked me to marry you in front of all these people with your little ass dick, we're done. Like, that's just, <laughs> <not really realistic. laughs> just, just feels unrealistic, you know? Like, I mean, she was obviously taking it to that point, you know? Uh-huh. Right. So I feel like a lot of his, a lot of his issues were more highlighted by this movie than anything, mm-hmm. which really came to a head when he had that freakout moment, because... He was just like, shit, I don't want to be that little dick guy everybody's laughing. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking comedian. Yeah, and you're walking down the street by yourself, hollering into the street that you're that little dick guy. Never do that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimatums don't play out well unless you have something good for you going. You know what I mean? I I feel that this person could have gone about everything way better because... The more you watch the movie, the more you really realize that this person has such a fucking hang-up that it's like it causes so much harm. You know what I mean? People got to be nicer to themselves is how I feel about it. It's it's probably what a lot of things he has a hang-up with. And that that girl that he – well, are we going to get to that part? But, like, that girl tells him, like, there's so many other things going on. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit about your dick? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think the thing with this dude is is, and this is why I keep bringing up the fact that he seems really immature or naive or all the above, right. is that people who are like him like things to be very black and white. There's mm. good, there's bad. This is why this is happening. Um, all I need to do is do X thing, and it'll fix my life. Well said. Yeah, but we know that that is not true. That is not how you solve a lot of the issues. It, it, things are actually very complex, right? You could put all your effort into this one aspect of your life, but then this other piece falls apart. You know, it's it, it's it's a mature thing to understand later in life that, hey, man, just because you put all the effort in this thing doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work out. That's yeah. why you need to take care of yourself mentally and be comfortable with the journey that you're taking in your life to be able to move forward if these things don't work out and be mature about what direction you're going to take. And this guy is in like that early stage where he's like, well, if you know, you know how when you're young and you think, well, I find the first girl I'm in love with, I'm going to marry her. Like love is something completely different to young people, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. I get this feeling I'm fucking in love. I'm going to marry this girl. We're going to be together forever. And right. as adults at the age that we're at now, that is fucking ridiculous. Right? Yeah, there's way more to it. Yeah, there's so way more So fucking ridiculous. It. And then you look at this guy and his parents, and you could kind of see how he had it pretty easy. He didn't have to really complicate his life, really uh, pondering about like how complex love and relationships can be. You know, his parents seem pretty happy together. Um, his whole family's together, so... Those aren't really things that he has to really think about. It seems like things just work out, right? And then he goes off to become a man or do whatever, become an adult. And it hits him square in the fucking face so hard with so many things, which is, but every everything is exaggerated, right? The whole love thing is exaggerated by him marrying a girl that he had no clue, had no intentions of marrying him. Yeah. Um, he blames it all on his dick, which is also to me a very immature thing. And then he, instead of really looking in at himself of like, well, what could I have done differently 
to really maintain this relationship. All he zeroed in on was his dick, which is like an mistake, right? That's a mistake. Yes. And in a relationship, you guys know that it's never one fucking thing. Never. No, no it's not. You ha- you have to cover a lot of bases and you have to do it with love. Yeah. And you have to remove the most negative parts of yourself on the the amount of faith that mm. there's a better day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Small dick or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have you have to approach it with a medium size to large dick mentality. Yes. <laughs> no, it's true, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just do that. And the, the rest will fall in place. Like, hey, maybe I maybe I can cook well. Maybe I give good back massages. You know what I'm saying? Or in this case, maybe I'm really fucking funny. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And don't stop with that. Like be a be a good listener, eat pussy. If, if you're into chicks or like, you know what I mean? Like really be that person. Like you have to think way more about what you can contribute yes. than what, what you don't have. Exactly. If you feel you exactly. don't have, you know? Yeah. Well yeah. Said. It's like, I, we can, we can build something. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, I uh, mean, I'm not going to get taller. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's over with. Yeah. Like I'm sure. Go ahead. I, I, I was wondering though, because like when he had that, when he was doing that little montage of him talking to all his exes, and he was asking them like, "What do you think of my dick?" And it's like they just they had that look on their faces, like all of them, like, "Like, dude, do you think that was the problem?" Like, I got, I got a whole work <laughs> on you, man. Like that yeah. one chick at the door who was all like, "What?" Yeah. The fact yeah, that you boy. had to come to me and ask me this question says way more about you than this problem with your dick. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly why we didn't work out. It's because of shit like this. Yeah. And I, the whole oh, movie God. is just about that person not being able to let that go. It's like, dude, just ha- if you got a small dick, just have a small dick. It's cool. Yeah. No one's really and tripping. And then he has that reaction in the parking lot when he when he meets the girl with his ex at the gym, right? And and she obviously doesn't want to talk about the issue, right? She's just like, what the hell are you doing here? I, have, I haven't seen you in years. And then the first thing you ask me when you see me is, what's up with, your, what's up with my dick? With the and, camera crew. With the camera crew, right? <laughs> and then in the, in the parking lot, and he's like, well, obviously yeah, she's mad. Right now? Yeah, right, right now. Right? Do you want to know the truth? I mean, yeah, I would, I would like the truth. Yeah, it could be bigger. Three? Three. Like a scale of one to ten, like like a three. Come on. All right. Well, she's obviously pissed at me or something. <laughs> what? She yeah, would have gave me like, three. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, dude, like, he was not interested in and in knowing and hearing the truth. Yeah, just get confronted by a camera crew just talk, talking about how small, like how small was my dick? Like, dude, how small is it? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like trying to shake somebody down asking about how small your dick is like that's fucked up man that's really aggressive too yeah. like a whole fucking yeah no one's into that like what what's going on hey so uh what do you think about my dick it's a three bitch get out of my fucking face yeah right yeah she rated a three out of ten by the way <laughs> a three out of ten we didn't even that's you what we're right? talking about like, we didn't even ask to like scale it like that i just wanted to know what you thought and and the thing was he took that information and and didn't have a 
like, man, I wonder why she's mad at me or I wonder why she said that. He was just like, well, obviously she's mad at me. That's why she gave me that bullshit, you know, oh response or something like that. Yeah. And, and then that shit just kept rolling and rolling until the point where he just couldn't ignore himself anymore. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask a super important question. Imagine you had a super duper small dick, mm-hmm. right? How would you operate in the in the realm of relationships? You know what I would do? Hmm. The same shit I've been doing all along. And that's not worrying about none of that. That's me. Yeah. You just gotta, I don't know. Like you gotta be, you gotta be who you are. Right. I was going to say be rich as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. That helps too. Well, that is apparently a pretty common theme. Yeah. Yeah. No one. No one's trying to have sex with Jeff Bezos. Dude, that <laughs> that's the OS though. You get rich as fuck, bro. Like you make anything happen. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean, you they, may they, not be happy though. That's the that's the issue, right? Like you as a person need to be able like how can a person with a small penis still move on with their love life and everything else and be happy, right? Which should be the ultimate yeah. goal cuz you yeah. just getting money isn't going to make you happy. But That's true. But you have to pursue certain things that are mutually beneficial, right? So it's like, hey, man, you think about it this way. It's like, oh, a girl complained about my small dick. It's like, you know, but then again, I'm also pretty fat. I'm kind of a loser. I don't really do anything with my life. And, Mm. you know, I'm kind of unbearable to be around. How much? I take my frustrations out on her. (laughs) Yeah. How much of that bears on, like, how good our sex life is? True. A fuckload. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Uh, but I mean, also, like, I, I mean, I, I do have this advice to give mm. is that you can throw a party with your girlfriend and someone will leave a backpack at your crib <laughs> uh-huh. with that Viagra and maybe pop one of those and then you'll see how hard it can get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. But you will also see that let down feeling when it just stays hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was wondering. Done gone too far. <laughs> yeah, you tried too hard to fly close to, too close to the sun. You got burned. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was wondering though, man. Cause like he tried to do so much shit. And what if like, what if one of those procedures had worked out and he still would, you know, he would have did damage to himself. if it He would have been the same person though. I feel exactly. You know? He was just like, yeah. now I got a long dick that doesn't work. And yeah. I, actually, I actually wonder like, no one really talked about the aftermath of any of those procedures other than like, oh, yeah, your shit will be big. Mm. No one said it's going to be usable. Yeah, yeah that's know? true, too. And also the, the concept of penis aftermath. <laughs> <is cracking. laughs> the aftermath of the penis. That should have been a constant rotation of thought and throughout the entire movie. It was like, what about the rebound? Yeah, yeah. It would have been like a dope-ass documentary if he followed through with the procedure, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, and he should have, to be honest. It in for a penny, in for a pound. You know what I mean. <laughs> so now, how about this? Yeah. It, I feel uh, like if I woke up one morning and my dick was fucking just gigantic, dude. Yeah, I would probably st- I'd be the same person. And then on top of that, I would wonder if the people I slept with were judging me like on a whole different level. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. I think we all just want to be loved, right? Like, we we, yeah. we want to be 
the people we are and then accepted and not judged on that kind of level. So it's just pretty tough, man. But I think that is exactly what this movie was about, was that everybody wants to be loved, and he felt like he couldn't be loved unless he had a big dick. Yeah, and you know, that's the saddest fucking part about this movie. You know? You know, it's like, this person is, I felt, I always felt like this person is not giving themselves permission to be the person that they want to be. You know what I mean? And it was constantly counting themselves out based on not, on the most trivial thing is dick size, but also was willing to accept the journey, like literally a worldwide journey on some dick level type shit, you know? But still, I feel that they're coming away and will never ditch those kind of hangups. It's like, just get rid of those kind of hangups, you know? Is that too much to ask? Like, it's okay to be kind to yourself, Yeah, you know? Well, and I, to come around, like, full circle to, like, everything that's happened in this movie, um, it, it kind of starts to come full circle when they talk to that guy again uh, with the big-ass dick, where he pretty much says, like, well, I don't even know if people really want me for me or if they just fetishize me because of my big dick, right? Yeah. And he talks about that, and then he says it's the same advice that anybody in the movie that's been gave, giving him the whole time is – is as like, dude, find somebody that cares about you for you, and then that's it. It's really not that big of a deal. And then to come full circle, we eventually get after after like he bitches out on the the surgery. He comes back, has that breakdown, and eventually hits up that girl that he met at the sex shop, and it has has a a date with her basically, like a nice cute right. little date, and. He's Brings the hidden camera. Yeah, uh, yeah. Still with the fucking yeah, camera. Yeah, that's weird too. Like, what the fuck is up with you and that camera, bro? <laughs> and she go she calls him on it, like yeah. Uh, but she calls him on Just everything on else too, which is like yeah. a really enlightening moment that from somebody you wouldn't expect, right? Also, this girl made me very suspect of this documentary being real because this girl was pretty attractive, and and very level headed at the same time. And she gave some really great insight at the end of the movie where she's like, bro, like, we're having a good time. Why are you asking me if I'm having a good time? Like, you, you know how, like, when you go out with people and they're constantly analyzing every fucking moment of the day? Yeah, I, no one likes that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's this whole thing. Yeah, dude. And and it's like, this, this girl points out his biggest flaws. And it's like, dude, live in the moment. We're having a good time. Let's have this fucking good time. I'm still having it. I'll let you know at the end of the day, but I'm having it. Blah blah blah. And then uh, she kind of asks him something, or they have it comes up where it's like, honestly, you're too obsessed with this dick shit. Like, there's more to it than all all of that shit, man. Like, you're tripping. All right. So, what about tonight? Do you have a good time tonight? Yeah. Is that for real? You did? Yeah, I did. I mean, I'm still having the time. Still having the time? Yeah, I'll get back to you. Get back to me after it's over? What about me? What do you think about me? Am I just a weirdo? It's all about you. (laughs) It seems like you're awesome. I just feel like you are a little obsessed with this whole thing. 
Do I seem obsessed? Is that kind of how I come off? <laughs> um, As I hold a camera yes. in your face. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand. Like, I, There's I mean, so much more going on, I feel. You know? Yeah, you're literally tripping. And you're ruining the date and you're spoiling the moment with your little weird shit that you got going on. Yeah. Like the first date, he's like, what do you think of me? It's like, can you imagine that shit? You want to date yeah. with somebody? She, she says that like, too. It's all about you. And I was like, damn, th th she's fucking nailing this dude to a board right now. He's yeah. like calling him out on everything. Your fucking cameras, your little dick shit, and how everything is always got to be about you. It's so not all about your dick. Mm. If you guys care, P.S., if, if this ever makes it, it's not all about your dick. Whatever it is you need needs to happen before I feel like we could even go get a drink without you thinking about it. Why can't we just have this fucking nice date? You know. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that's what I mean though. Is like just relax. Like I mean, just relax, breathe, motherfucker, breathe, sit down, be on a date. You know what I mean? Enjoy it, enjoy someone's company, and don't be hung up. Uh, just let someone evaluate you who you for who you are, and don't really worry too much. About your small ass dick, because you know what? A small ass dick is not something you can escape. And this dude is trying to be anything else but who he is and is not really comfortable with it. It's, and that's that's a tough way to go, dude. It's like, it, it's, it's also like just dating in general and how, let's just say you go on a first date with somebody and how sometimes people always say like, oh, I'll never go on dates because every date I've ever had is bad. Well, it's because a lot of times when people date, they put so much pressure on themselves to make something out of this situation, right? Right. Where it could just be, hey, we have a good time. We bond. It is what it is. Dope. If not, hey, it was a date. It is what it is. Yeah, but I feel like there's a manufactured uh, urgency that yeah. doesn't need to exist at all, you know? Yeah, and, and that, that... Take someone for what they are and relax. That always works out. And I, dude, if I could give anybody any advice, it's like... As soon as you make it a goal to be like, I want X thing out of this, uh, like date or whatever, then it's mm. like you're setting yourself up for failure. If it's like, oh, I'm trying to get laid on this date, dude, there's too much disappointment. You shouldn't even be, if you're really dating somebody, you shouldn't even be thinking about that. You should be just be thinking about having a good time. And right. I, I guarantee you all another person needs whether it's you're actually on a date with somebody or you're hanging out with a friend hey man i just want to feel comfortable in your presence and have a good time if you can right. give me those two things almost anything else is possible you yeah know? i can i can think of only like the smallest percentage of people that need to be impressed or care that mm -hmm. much more about the stuff that someone's saying yeah versus the majority that's just like hey let's just relax you know yeah, I just want to sit with and talk with you. You know what I mean, and just really get it in and let let's get to know. Oh, spit that game, dog! Yes, you know what game. I mean. Yeah, like, that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. I've never graduated like uh -huh. like I've been on uh, all sorts of dates and like yeah. sexual situations and what have you. Uh -huh. But really, I've never thought to myself like I'm just gonna judge this person on what they're saying yeah. and. And the the more they impress me, the more they'll level up. I've never felt that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, 
in the world of dating, I, I think that there's this expectation that you want to stoke somebody out and like show them, like show them the best sides of you. Like that, that's no fun. No one want to hear mm-hmm. that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one wants to hear that shit. It's just like, just be who you are. Chill. You know, put your best face forward. That's fine. Yeah. But if you got a small dick or something, that's cool too. I mean, I only say that like as an abstract, but I'm just saying like, yeah. get get a Viagra. <laughs> learn, how, learn how to be blind. You know what I'm saying? Or, or start actually <laughs> shit, dude. Like, yeah, do the shit blind. Yeah. You'll really experience it. <laughs> start carrying some toys around or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. I got a be- okay. Imagine someone with with a small dick walking around, but li- say, hey. I don't got a big dick, but I do got a backpack full of toys, man. What's up? <laughs> we can have a good time either way. <laughs> There's all kinds of things that we can do. And yeah, yeah ult- ultimately, uh, he goes on that date, um, gets some pretty good feedback from that girl, and kind of has a pretty different perspective. And he basically starts saying the same thing that everybody else eventually starts saying. And that's pretty much just like, Hey man, if you're, if all you're worrying about is your fucking dick, nothing's gonna fall into place. Exactly. Uh, and he somehow ends up with this girl, and they're supposedly happy. I don't know. It just kind of ends that way. But... Well, that seems pretty manufactured, though. Yes, dude. it like, does. They come in with the mu- the music, and like yeah. you know, they they do the camera cuts, like they're really hitting it off. Yeah. But I feel like that that person's hangups will never escape. No, it, and it's it's temporary, right? Because it's like somebody made them feel good about themselves, which is again that that's temporary fucking growth. There, if yeah. you're depending on somebody else to bring your mood up or bring you up from the situation that you're in, and and I'm sure it can happen for a limited time, but it's kind of like how how this is how I perceive like this love thing that a lot of uh, young people will get really attached to. Where it's like, those feelings go away, man. Like, and it doesn't even matter if it's a, it's if it's somebody of the opposite sex or a friend. Where it's like, when you meet a new friend or a new girlfriend or a new relationship situation, you get excited about it no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's a sexual situation. You get excited. Yeah. You know, you, you fucking want to talk to these people more. They're interesting to you. You know, you want to find out more about them. And you guys just fucking hit it off. And you just constantly want to talk it just ends up being that way it doesn't matter if it's a sexual situation yeah Um, and that is the same thing you know but that does fade no matter what it's like after that's over it's like well you know gibby's here i could talk to him but i don't have a sense of fucking urgency like we gotta talk bro you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean that time has passed i'm sorry (laughs) but that's that's the thing about this is like I see a lot of people get into relationships and they're chasing that feeling, right? Because it makes them feel better. And it, it can, you know, these your fucking endorphins are firing off like crazy and yeah. it feels good, but that is temporary, you know, it, whether it be with friends or a- anything that is, does not have to do directly with building yourself up. It's always temporary. And this guy, whether it be his dick or his hangups about whatever the fuck, uh, about society him being a failure that i mean like chris said they dug into it with the family a little bit i kind of wish they would have dug a little deeper because i feel like there's more shit to that 
Um, yeah. And it would have told a better story. But, you know. That's not about his dick, though. <laughs> it's that, that's about family. But you know what? Yeah. The way that his hangups really are, it, there's a real lore that's going on with, like, the upbringing. Like, the, the whole dad conversation really was like, mm-hmm. this is some dick lore. <laughs> generations yeah, yeah. Like generations. it's like fantasy star three you motherfucker <laughs> oh shit but yeah you know uh how about how about this though it's like i feel like this person was just not kind to their self at themselves at all yeah and I just wish that they would ease up off off the gas when it came to stepping on themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the concept of a penis, right? Yeah. The concept of like, okay, the penis could be larger. It could be more girth. It could be this. It could be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this person would not allow their little dick to just operate. Let your little dick operate is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If if that's what it is. Like, whatever it is, like, if you can ditch the hang-ups or, like, do anything to give yourself permission, mm-hmm. just permission to love somebody. You know what I mean? Yep. And be a good partner. You know what I mean? You might want to get into cooking. You might want to have yeah. some recipes. You might want to work on your back massages. You might want to, like, work on your pussy eating technique. Just do anything you can to be a good lover. Be a you good know? listener. Be a, yeah, be a good listener and... But most of all, do not introduce insecurities into that shit. Like, no one's really got time for that. Mm-hmm. We got some time for it, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think of people that have been insecure that I've gone out with before. And, you know, they're going to be the way that they are. But at the end of the day, it's like there is a reason that we're here. And it's like it's okay to join up. It's okay to to just let, let the armor down and just... Be whoever the fuck you are, you know? Like, if you care about somebody, it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, you got to focus on the beauty instead of, like, all of the all the, the weird shit. That's not going to get anyone anywhere, you know? Like, Meta, Meta, aren't you engaged right now or something? Yeah, I'm engaged. Yeah. Happy. See, uh, yeah. see Think of think of all the little like uh, miniature moments that have happened to lead to that moment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, my my experience with my relationship, I have a five and a half inch penis. By the way, <laughs> I measured it. I measured it <laughs> for the sake of this discussion. I measured it. I straight up measured it. I don't think I have a measuring tape around, but I'm, I'm sure we'll when get the numbers later in post. <laughs> Um, but i go for mine okay so tell me how you went for yours bro well so this this is this is why i've been giving the advice that i've been giving um okay so definitely there's a point in time where i felt like i needed to learn about myself in relationships right masturbation yes uh well i actually do think that's really important um yeah you you guys should definitely jack off more um, yeah, especially I, I, poss- I couldn't possibly. And no, no. Here's, here's, where, here's where I'm coming from. Um, especially if you do start to become somebody that people desire to have sex with, I even think you should jack off more. I'm gonna tell you why. It's a dangerous world out there. Sometimes 
some of these women or men or whoever you want to hook up with that it's like, ah, you know what? It's going to be that one time thing. Right. And it's like in normal situations, you wouldn't hook up with this person because there's a lot of fucking drawbacks of doing this. Jack and off is like awesome Dark Souls type shit. (laughs) (laughs) So in order for you to avoid those sketchy ass situations where you'd probably regret it, if you right. just post nut clarity, bro, that's why they call it that. It's like, what was I thinking? You know? Mm. Um, but anyways, like how I led up to me being in the situation that I am is, is I had a personal fucking journey, man. Like I had to find myself and I, uh, fi- be able to be a person that can be in a relationship that lasts. And that's the most important thing to me. Cause it's like, I've been in relationships before. And especially when I was really young, I was what I think a lot of young men are, where when they're in a relationship, they think that they're in possession of that other person, you know, where it's like, well, this is my girl. This is my woman. So if somebody looks at her, then I might have to fight. I might have to tell them something or like you just feel so possessive in uh, especially at a young age because you think that that's what a relationship is like. We belong to each other. There's songs about this shit. You belong to me. You know what I mean? Like right. pop culture has taught you to think that way. And people, especially dudes, do that before they're even in a relationship with you. Like, nah, she's mine type shit. You know, amongst yeah, friends. You have all these impressions about what a relationship is and like uh-huh. these influences that teach you to think a certain way. When I was in third grade, I saw that movie, My Girl, and I was like, yeah. damn. This dude is in love with somebody, and then he got stung by bees. Like, what did they call the murder wasp or some shit? The murder, yeah, oh, murder, murder hornets. Murder, yeah, murder, murder hornets. God damn. Got him. Damn, they had oh, to yeah. put him in a little casket too. It's fucked up. Damn. Yeah, dude. Anyway, still listening. Uh, yeah. So, so basically. That that whole situation and only I only needed it to happen one time. I really looked at myself like, why am I miserable? Because in in that relationship, I was miserable. I, and I had a lot of realizations where it was like, first of all, I don't own this person. This person is not mine. They're their own human being. They think their own way. They have their own likes and dislikes and their own aspirations in life. I right. cannot change those. They have every right to pursue that type of stuff. And I'm I don't have the right to get in their way. You know, especially at that age when oh, they may not not even know themselves at that time. Well, I definitely didn't, but I thought I did, you know. And yeah, we were all fumbling in the dark at the at that time, you know. Some people still are, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I hate 100%. to say that, but yeah, it's true. It's true. It's people 100% true. There's people older than us that think they have it figured out, but they don't. And like, like me coming from like the African-American community, there's like a contingency of us that have this mentality that you got to control your woman, you know? I see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's, that's a, that's a whole other story, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's, and that's I, definitely something like managing another individual. Right. And I, and I've never been that kind of person, you know, like I've had bad relationships, but I've never been able to be that kind of guy. That's like, I have to be in control of somebody else. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's mostly because I don't think I have that in me. I don't think I have it in me to dictate someone else's life path to the finest degree. I yeah. think that I, in fact, 
feel more excited by somebody who can come to me with a completely different perspective on life and then enrich mine by sharing those ideas with me and vice versa. And yeah. that's when I'm happiest. Like I tell girls all the time, like if I can learn something from you, then I think that's probably going to be one of the best relationships I've ever been in. Is that what you really say? If I can learn something from yeah, you? Yeah, no, I tell girls all the time. I'm like, dude, like, if, yeah. you, if, you, if you have nothing to teach me, then what are we yeah. doing here, you know? I'm drunk. Yeah, like, we could have I'm a good time, but we're just fuck buddies. Yeah, and you know what? I'll be real about this. Like, yeah. uh, I used to be kind of a scumbag when it came to sexual activity and so on. So we talk about dictating what someone does and does not. And there was a time in my life I'd be like, how that dictate? <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed to say? Nice. I shouldn't have said that. Nice. That's <laughs> nice. You should put well, that like, on Twitter. Like you said, people were fumbling around in the dark, and some people got out of it, and some people didn't. And I think some, yeah. and I think a lot of people who didn't um, end up going in the complete opposite direction of even Patrick, where they're just like, you know what? It, it'll never be right. So I got to make it right by controlling every aspect of my life, including the people that are coming into my life. They have to be yeah. under my control. That way they'll never get the opportunity to question what I'm insecure about because I'll have projected such a secure persona upon them. Yeah. Right. To the point where it's abusive that, you know, I will always feel some security in the fact that no one will ever get close to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. It's like uh, we put up these walls and like we like there's this impression that you want to bring to somebody, which is so far removed from the movie that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like when I watched this documentary, I felt like I've been my entire life completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's mm -hmm. like I'm really not insecure about my shit. I just know like, hey eat pussy like be a good lover yeah go to dinner you know what i mean go to a movie take her to all the cool scenic spots you know what i mean and if if that's not good enough fine also give a fuck about the person yeah that helps, that, helps. that definitely helps that, that's the other thing is that like love somebody you know people try to go out with people that they don't really care about it's like that whole idea of like I'm not trying to shame anybody on this fact, but I feel like problems eventually come to a head when all you're doing is like, well, I just want to fuck this person and that's it. I don't actually care about your feelings. I'm just going to fuck you. Yeah. You know? And, you know, there's a time and place for that where that could work out. But ultimately, if you're trying to be of a healthy mind and pursue something that's healthy for you, that's not going to fucking work, man. That's a dead end. You know? Yeah. I even think that people can't help themselves but care about people, but they have to actively try not to because it's part of the, you know, the culture that has been projected upon them. Like um, yeah. there's an episode of Atlanta from season two where Paperboy goes out with this Instagram girl. Right. Uh -huh. And it's supposed to be a date. But like, you know, he's trying to play it cool because like that's his whole persona as a rapper. You know, it's like he's like, I don't get really yeah. bothered by chicks and shit like that. But yeah. she ends up kind of being sort of cool with him and he's just like he starts enjoying himself a little bit uh -huh. and his guard gets let down a little bit yeah and then she lays it on him where she's like oh yeah we would be really good as a power couple on instagram Ooh. and you can just yeah. see his face and like, fuck that's fucked up yeah like, I, I thought this was something you know yeah you know and i i've thought of this too though is like i've 
have you ever found yourself in a relationship that you didn't want to be in because of post sexual activity, like cuddling mm-hmm. and like talk and stuff? Like, I, I don't know. Like, for me personally, I've had sex with people and then like you run your fingers through their hair. Yeah. And like, like there's a whole like kind of post sexual activity process mm-hmm. that happens. And I, I felt like I've given off the wrong signals and moments like that. But also, I don't know what else to do. It's like, you know, it's like you are in that kind of act. And I don't know what else to do but be like that kind of nurturing post-sexual. Like an affectionate person, right? Yeah. But you, you, you just showed the ultimate affection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, after the nut, like when Bro, the music that... stops and everything, you know yeah. That's just weird though, man. Cause like it's all like I don't want to get too deep into it, but like No, but you should get too deep into yeah. it. This, like, this is so a podcast it, to do that. Yeah, let's hear it, bro. It, it's like a cultural thing though, right? Because like some people will let you fuck and then be like, Don't kiss me. Like in Japan, that shit is I mean, I, I've seen it enough happen. It's <laughs> happened to me. It's happened to me enough, bro. I'm like Tell us the tale. Oh, like, all, right, so, <laughs> all right, so it's not in Japan, but it was with a Japanese girl that was an exchange student at the school I was going to in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Oh, man, it would have been um, a better story. Yeah. You should have just said it was in Japan. Oh, and, uh, and also, help out, because it, it breaks my heart that uh, you lived in St. Cloud for Dog. so long, but we never like met in my state, dude. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, man. I mean, I, I went to some conventions out there, but that's... That's about as far as, as I got gotten. I usually just the amount of white women that I could show you in St. Paul, oh, bro. Bro. <laughs> <You should laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Well, anyway. Like, it, it, it wasn't just that girl. It was like, you know, girls in Japan. It's been in Japanese meet, uh, entertainment media. But basically, this girl that I knew in school, um, she and I would hang out every now and then. She didn't really speak that much English, but like, you know, we knew that we were kind of feeling each other. And she would kind of. She would come over to the dorm and then <laughs> all right. So straight up, I we were we should come to the dorm. <laughs> that's the best ign- that's the best um, signifier right there. She would come to the dorm yeah. and we would sit there and play fucking gear for like hours. Wow. And, like, and she wasn't good or nothing like that, but I wasn't great. So we just sit there like just bullshit and we barely talk because we were like, you know, basically teaching each other the language. And then it would be fucking like midnight, right? And the first time this happened, I was like, uh, do you need me the to walk you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, imagine, like, do you need me to walk you back to your dorm? And she was just like, oh, no, it's really late. Um, I'm going to just crash I'm gonna here. I'm going to stay here. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's some like, college right, shit, I know baby. This, Damn. I, I definitely know <laughs> what this means. But then I'm like, all right, well, maybe it means something different in her culture than it does with me. So I'm like, sure, all right, cool. Yeah. You can just, like, take the couch, you know, and I'll just be in the room. And then she was like, well, you have a bed, don't you? And I'm like, this ain't my first rodeo, dog. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I'm like, you just want to stay in the bed with me? And she's like, yeah, I want to stay in the bed with you. Oh, so I'm like, all right, cool. Boy. So we did that, and we just start going at it. And like, after it's over, before I know it, I'm like trying to kiss her, right? And she just like puts her hand up. And she's like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That is weird, man. Like, did I do something wrong? Was I mad? And she was like, no, it was fine. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's like. I have a boyfriend. You can't kiss me. Hell Whoa. yeah. This girl's a savage. I was like, Whoa. Huh? 
She's like, she basically oh was like, if you God. kiss me, that means that I'm really into you like that. And I'm like, I just I've heard that before. We just yeah. fucked. And she was like, yeah, but you know, kissing is like way more, you know, affectionate than fucking Dude. where I'm from or something. Are like you that. sure? I was like, <laughs> oh, I've never been in that situation. That shit fucked me up for a long ass time too, because I was like, "Damn, dude, like, is that for real?" Like, and so like, I wouldn't. I got back to San Francisco, and I wouldn't even kiss girls sometimes. I'd be like, I don't want to think I like her like that, you know. But then like, I started consuming more uh, mature Japanese media, where that shit was a thing. Where like, you know, the lonely wife fucks around with a hot young neighbor, Hmm. and then she won't let him kiss her. Damn. I really didn't know that that was a thing because, dude, I would, I would feel all sorts of like weird shit. I I, I still think it's a it's a personality thing. I don't think that the whole culture is like that, but that just seemed like some crazy ass like dynamic, you know? <laughs> just like they 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 con- the, the contrast of sex with kissing feels like it's not even a competition, you know? To me, you yeah. want to hear some wild shit that's along those lines? This girl, uh, this wasn't me, by the way. This is a friend of mine. Uh, this girl, uh, she was like a devout Christian, right? And she was hooking up with my friend, but she told him, she was like this. She's like, I'm not going to have sex with you, but you can fuck me in my ass. Damn. It, so there's a lot of weird shit like that. But she said because she's keeping herself fucking a virgin. That hey, anything else goes. Fucking sucking dicks good, getting fucked in the ass is good, all that shit. But you getting in this pussy? No. <laughs> don't fuck with the huh? No. Yeah. And that's like I, I I don't know, man. I, I definitely understand how some people can compartmentalize certain aspects of themselves. Um but yeah, I've seen it before, like the type of stuff you're talking about where don't get no no no. no. Yeah, I would say no. more like who is he? So, so this, the, uh, cause I've had multiple people I know told me this that they asked, "Did you suck his dick?" Oh, is there go to? Well, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard people uh, question that before. It's weird. I just, I, I, I I just feel like weird. at a certain point, it's all in. Like, who cares what the fuck happened? What yeah, us normal people think that way, but it's like. <laughs> no <worries. laughs> So what I think it is, is that that person equates a certain act to an exclusive behavior that is only shared between those two. Good example is of, you know, when the girl lets her man go to a strip club with all his buddies and she's mm-hmm. like, well, what you going to do there? And he says, oh, I'm just going to watch and, you know, make sure all the guys get home safe, honey. See yeah. you. Hey. you know? <laughs> and she knows he's going to get a lap dance. She knows, like, if he gets drunk enough, he might go a little too far. But she's just like, you know, make sure you come home. And don't do that thing we both do to each other, you know? Yeah. You know, there's like, there's like that sort of unspoken, like, expect, expectation that he will not share what is between them with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you see, like, those divorce court, you know, things where the guy cheated and, like, they and the chick's, like, super mad, mm-hmm. it's because that dude did some shit with the other person that she thought they only did together. And, and it's not just sex. It's an right. emotional thing. It's like you yeah. gave up this emotional attachment or what I thought was an emotional attachment to this person that neither of us really know. Or yeah. maybe you know and I don't know. I would say in a situation like that, I'd be more concerned about like the locations and like the amount of intimacy that they might have shared. Like I, I, I've been cheated on maybe twice, I think, in my entire life. But and also it, it was revealed to me. I cared much less about like 
what what the sexual activity was, but more like the level of intimacy. Yeah, if that makes sense. You know, I was like, well, what what kind of games did y'all play? <laughs> Yo, what were the locations? Like, what movies did y'all go see? You know, mm-hmm. did you go to our spot? Did you listen to our song? Exactly. Oh, like, that's heartbreaking, bro. Songs? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she showed him the dope shit that you showed her. To impress yeah. him. Oh, that'd be yeah. fucking heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, see, exactly. I'm way more concerned about that. Like, sexual activity is like, okay, fine, I get that. You know? Um, and also, thankfully, that's only happened twice in, in, in my lifetime. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it ain't happened more. The no, way I that I acted. You know? <laughs> I, I can imagine that, like, even if it's just sex, it can be fixed. Because... People say it didn't mean anything, and you know, to to fix it, yeah, yeah. The only one, the only way to fix it though, is for like both parties to take a long look at the relationship and see what is worth saving. And usually, it's not, you know, because there's going to be a whole tidal wave of things that come from that conversation. But if it actually in the in the vacuum of it just being sex, I think that can be fixed because there won't be an emotion attached to it. It's just about getting a nut. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, the, the, I, I know that like there's urges and so on. And, but yeah, when it comes to all the other shit, that's, that's the stuff that might hurt. Yeah. You know, sex, like someone having sex with someone else doesn't hurt me at all because you know what? I know, I know that I, I do my job. I, I try to be the best like boyfriend I can in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, if someone is on, on one, I never really feel like um, I have not been the best boyfriend I can. So it's like, okay, so that's more on you than it is on me. You know, not every time, but like, you know, you know how there's like uh, peaks and valleys when it comes to being a good boyfriend. Yeah. You know, like there's there's times you're like, oh, shit, I really wasn't listening to you. I was in the middle of like a RPG or something and Mm -hmm. I was ignoring you. I wasn't being the best boyfriend or something. You know, but um, when it all shakes down, I've never felt personally that I haven't given the effort. You know what I mean? I and think that's so, the most important. Yeah. You and it, it, yeah. And if if someone doesn't respond to that kind of output, like if you know you care about somebody, then, you know. Yeah, man. The thing is, is like, Again, going back to this movie about how this guy has the realization that life isn't all black and white. It's right. that relationships are just so fucking complicated, man. And you, when you get older or you have enough experience, you really do start to understand why so many don't work out. And it's like, again, another construct of like when you were younger, you're like, man, if all I had, if all I could do is just love the fuck out of somebody all my problems will be solved. Guys, we all know that that's not fucking true. Yeah. It's nice to have love in the situation, but how many times have you seen people that you would assume fucking love the shit out of each other, but there's just so many issues that they keep staying in this relationship that is so toxic, but it's like, I love him so much. You know? And they won't stop. Like that. That's the thing, though, is like you hang on mm-hmm. to that initial feeling Mm-hmm. And you, you just don't want to let go, but you know it's a bad idea. Like, yep. thankfully for me personally, 
I learned all those lessons the first time around. Like my first girlfriend, I learned every lesson. I hit the lab and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything after that yeah. is like fuck that. That shit man. that shit was like the arcade where you had to learn on the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had to pay all the tokens and shit. Like yeah. there's no home yeah. console for relationships, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, that's so, really what it is. And 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 uh, and this is uh, sort of an update on our uh, our our main hero here. Um, but in a an example of the fact that you know you fixing your one hangup will not fix your life because life is fluctuating. There's always a different issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Pat Moot at least a year ago went through colon cancer and he survived it. Holy shit! Yeah. So I'm sure he wasn't worried about his dick during that. He was like, "Shit, my ass is gonna kill me." Wow. This is like new game plus knowledge. More or less, yeah. Damn, that's wild. Patty, uh, what the hell did they call him? Patty, Patty Wag. Pickle. Pickle. Yeah, man. Pickle dick. Like, there's shit that will happen in your life that will make what you thought was the worst moment of your life feel like nothing. You know? Yeah. It's always going to keep coming. They should probably interview him. Be like, how much do you care about this documentary? Guarantee you, tell you, I think it's stupid. Yeah, he's probably gonna say. Well, he's not gonna say he wish he didn't make it. He's probably happy he made it. But I'm just saying, like, he's probably just like, dude, like, I'm so far yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. But one one experience I have with people's hangups is that they either learn to manage it or it will constantly be a thing. You know, I know people with the same old fucking hangups that they've had their entire life, hmm. and they just can't let it go. You know. Not many, but I mean, I and, think and, we can. Go I ahead. Was gonna, and to add to what you're saying, not a lot. Not a lot of these people, like you mentioned, have the benefit of having that. I'm gonna stick a, di- a needle in my dick moment. You know? <laughs> you know, they don't. They don't have that fucking extreme fucking like. Oh my god, I'm, what am I doing? I'm about to fucking like you know contract some unknown form of disease in my. You know, whatever is bothering me. You know, they oh, don't, man. Dude. You know, they don't, when, when, they, when they showed that fucking, like, the way that they attacked the dick, it looked like Oki. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you inject the dick, this gets knocked down, and now it's a different angle, bro. Now I'm going to hit you from the top. He was like, <laughs> I'm about to hit your dick with the touch of death, bro. The fuck? <laughs> he was you like, I'm going to hit it here. hit all the chakras on your dick. Oh man, the poor penis. Like, uh, can we respect our penises? But he didn't even go through with it. It's the worst part. Like, why wouldn't the end of the movie be like, I got the injection. And now, <laughs> now I got the now I got the big dick. And, but you know what? I'm still sad, bro. And then the saxophone played. <laughs> oh man. Uh... Like you can't fix your penis, bro. That's the whole movie. Like. There's nothing, like, I don't know. I've never thought, like, my dick needs more or less. Definitely not less. You know what I mean? I can't mm. afford that. <laughs> <laughs> the dick that you have is the dick you should roll with. If my if my penis was as small as that person considered low, low normal, mm. I don't think I'd make a movie about it. That's for sure. Damn. You know what I would be? I'd probably be like, I'd probably be 10 times a better artist than I am now. 
small dick. Yeah, dude. He'd be like, yeah, that dude's got. I'd be like, yeah, so what? I got a small dick, but I can draw my ass off. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to draw you a big dick, motherfucker? I got you. Shit. This fucking art gives me all the confidence. It's good. So, so I I want. Do you think that this movie resonates with people? Like, I imagine that it probably touches. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was uh, very enjoyable to watch because uh, it's it's about a journey that in maybe it, at some sometimes I feel like I would like to explore that, but I've never really thought that way. So it really tripped me out to think like, damn, this dude is on a, like a world tour dick-based mission. And it really tripped me out, man. Like locations, dude, Korea... Went to like Penis Temple. You know what I mean? Like, it really tripped me out. I honestly, uh, so I was telling you guys, like, as as to why I chose you guys, and it's because I think you guys interact with a lot of people, and same for me, where I do feel it would, this movie would be very relatable to them, right? Because they all got small dicks. No, not necessarily that. (laughs) It, it, It could be whatever hang up it is, it could be like, They've never been with a woman, right? I think that's a lot of a lot of it. I still question why you chose me for this podcast. <laughs> well, because like I said, I think you have a lot. Let of me experience. take a response. Big sorry, man. <laughs> you that one within the first fifteen minutes. Uh, no, man. It's just that I. Feel why did like, you bet me for this one? <laughs> I feel like you guys have a lot of maturity, and that you guys can look at it from an angle that can actually provide advice. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. if I had anybody else doing this podcast, it wouldn't work. This is why, because I've wanted to do something like this for quite some time. I mean, me, Gibby, and Chris do this kind of shit late night on Twitch.tv uh, every now and then, and I always feel like this would be a nice kind of backdrop of shit to talk about. Specifically, this movie kind of like pulling us in that direction to talk about these like relationship type things, these sexual type things. Cause I think especially in the FGC, there's a lot of people that need to hear this type of shit, you know? Yeah. Like, like not a lot of people have that. Like, well, the FGC has always had like a small date complex and we can 100%. talk about that. Yeah. 100%. And you know, all that stuff gets rolled into like a lot of these people have never had relationships. They never been with a woman. They don't, they don't know the first thing about how to approach uh, relationships in general. You know, yeah. and and this whole sex thing is just a very, very, very small aspect of the bigger issue, mm. and and it has a lot to do with us as ourselves. Like, how do we treat ourselves? How what do we expect from other people? Like, what do we expect from ourselves before we expect anything from somebody else? And yeah, that's the type of stuff that I see a lot in the FGC, where it's like I suspect a lot of these people are younger, or possibly even kind of like how Chris was kind of alluding to where he, he, his perception of Pat, he thinks he's older, right? He thinks he's like in his late twenties. Right. Where that could be possible as well. It could be that he went on this journey very late in his life and he's very immature in certain aspects and very inexperienced. And I feel like that is directly relatable to a lot of the people in the FGC. Uh, And you could just see it in the way that they talk about these types of topics. But I want to provide an opportunity with people who have um, a mature outlook and don't take themselves too seriously, but can also give some type of advice. And uh, you guys and the stuff that you say, Sarve, and the stuff that Gibby says, 
um it's all from actual experience that i think that can really benefit a lot of people and even yeah. though this movie is like kind of like a little comedic type movie um i think it was a good backdrop to talk about these types of things yeah i highly recommend anyone watch this documentary and um just see somebody's personal journey about that kind of measuring up and just you know mm-hmm. just like that sort of self journey yeah that it's something that i feel most people are afraid to take like it's really i i i know it's like centered on having a small penis yeah you know what i mean but uh, there's a lot of not like everyone should make that kind of journey it's like okay if you fgc right mm-hmm. it's like ryu walking around but instead of trying to be good at fighting it's like it's, it's trying to be good at mastering having a small penis or something. What size is penis? Yeah, when you beat the game, it's like dude, it's like DPing in front of a waterfall. Except you, you know, Ryu has a small penis. <laughs> Whatever the fuck yeah. is going on. This is this is the way he copes. Got a small ass dick. This is the way he copes. But. The journey continues like when mm-hmm. Ryu walks into the sunset, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about like uh the journey of friendship and relationships and but you know, in if we're gonna talk about Street Fighter, Ryu never had a chick. Why? Maybe because he was hung up on a small penis. I dude. mean it could be, yeah, it could be thinking about that. It's like I gotta get the fuck out of here before she sees my dick. Yeah, so what's going on with that big ass laundry bag? That's the <laughs> that could be the dick that he wish he had. What if it, if, if you were to actually <laughs> if you were to actually complain about like look guys I don't know what the fuck's going on I I can't get laid nobody likes me and it's like Ryu dog it's because all relax. you fucking <laughs> yeah relax all you Just fucking relax. talk about is doing a tatsumaki bro like nobody cares nobody yeah. fucking cares we know you could throw a red fireball dog nobody cares that you master the next level. All love right. somebody, yes. Love somebody, just love somebody. Look at Ken. That's what I'm saying. He's looking at kids like that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> that motherfucker. Look how fine Eliza is. God damn it. And he's what only about... slightly worse than Ryu. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you're only slightly worse than what you are, and you get all that shit, maybe it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like get out, get out of your mind, your mind space. You know what I mean? So. If there's an essential message that we come off of this movie yeah. documentary, you know, what would it be? If we could distill it into like a sentence, like for me, I got two words for you: eat pussy, bro. No, three words: <laughs> eat pussy. That's it. Um, Engage the vagina. There are also three words: do not be afraid. <laughs> Mine would be: you have to find your own adequacy mm. because that can't be given to you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like I keep saying this shit can all be really complicated. It's there's never one clear answer to your issues in your life. You know? Well, I just gave it to (laughs) y'all. That's for you though. Sorry. That's for you. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) That's that's it could be part of your equation as well, folks. Uh, you roll all these this advice into one, you could be the number one dude. Um, 
do not go on a world tour though on some like dig exploration like <laughs> yeah, yeah just, trips me out. Just, just save some money and buy some weights and lift them with your dick and be like i don't yeah. want to do this that's it your dick is get, not a muscle get, <laughs> that's yeah. oh, oh, also your dick is not a muscle that's the perfect yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So we uh not surprisingly actually have been going for two plus hours on this movie. Wow. <laughs> um and we it's funny because when we first started, I feel like we stuck in like the first quarter for like a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so lot. much yeah. so much to unpack, you know. Yeah. It's it, this is a really complicated situation uh for this person in this documentary and it's just so many things to break down and um i just want to pretty much like ask you guys uh a similar question is like if if there's one thing that you take away from this movie that you feel that the audience or people that would listen to this podcast would take away um like what what would it be like 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 what what would be a good reason for somebody to watch this from the FGC and we kind of talked about it already but like just to tie a knot on this uh podcast what do you guys think that would be FGC wise I would I would feel personally um there is there is there is a desire to be more okay mm-hmm. and you need to confront that hey maybe the fgc is not that big of a community right yeah you got you got to work with what you got and what you got is really important like it's solid mm-hmm. and there's a there's a great community behind it so just really take that take that small dick of this community and just don't stop. Give it all you got. You know what I mean. Make it, make it special. Make people, make people remember you for the right reasons. Yes. You know what I mean. Like, do not be that person that is, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm on esports, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I have this little side moment of esports, and we, we have this little small thing. Nah, it's a, it's a big thing. It's a beautiful thing, and you can romance, and just keep outputting positivity and that sexual energy Mm -hmm. and make it great. You know what I mean? Like you have a responsibility to um, make it something that is worth remembering. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, because we come from this position of not necessarily advantage, you know what I mean? But we got something really good going on. Yeah. So play the games you like, you know what I mean? Like all these little small games, consider them as fetishes mm-hmm. and magnify oh, that community. You know what I mean? And be great, you know, and don't stop. Yeah. Just like let it blossom and do not be afraid to um, be an ambassador when it comes to these sort of things. Mm-hmm. And that's it, really. All right. Dope. Chris? Um, I, I mean, I guess if anything, I would say, uh, don't, don't project your insecurities onto other people. Uh, stop comparing yourself to the next player. 
you know, there's, there's competition and then there's, you know, the competition in your own head and don't lose the competition in your head. You yeah. Lose that. Um, seek, you know, the answers are already there in you. I, I would say, I think everybody oh, in the very you like, okay. Has the answer has, has the ability to do exactly what it is that they want to do. Yeah. But much like Patrick, often they stop short because they think that it's not worth pursuing or they can't do it. And so it'd be better if they just walked away from it. Yeah. I think people in the FGC need to embrace what is both great and not so great about their niche in the uh, in the larger community. And That's the beauty of it. try to perfect the, be- the best parts and remove the bad parts. Yeah. I think that's that's very well put. Um, yeah, I would echo those sentiments as well. With uh, in your communities, you have really good people. Uh, do your best to support them and push them forward, because they make yeah. everybody else's life that much better. Uh, yours as well. Um, there's a lot of good people out there that are doing good for our community, and. Uh, for me, I always try to get out of their way, especially if they're doing something better than I am. Well, let me fucking put them ahead of me, mm. you know, because I genuinely care more about the collective uh, moving forward than I do of me just personally, unless I fit somewhere in that, that equation. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this shit has been super fun and interesting conversation like I knew it fucking would. Uh, you guys have been uh, great guests and yeah man we chopped it up gave some really good advice enjoyed a interesting ass movie Um, yeah this episode will be going up um, uh, I want it up by next week Um, I'm trying to do something a little different by including a little bit more video a little more editing because I want to try to put some of the movie uh, clips in the that wouldn't be a bad idea yeah yeah to put a little more context as well to like see what we're looking at um but yeah uh this has been fun uh sarf thank you for your first time being here you were phenomenal as expected you did not completely happy to be here yeah <laughs> chris as always a uh, great guest and a great friend thank you for being here you guys are both great to talk to so it's yeah. super easy this has been a great combo. And you know what? I'm just going to say, hmm. whatever whatever your uh, penis size, mm-hmm. just wave it. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> just wave it. It's, it's cool. Don't s- take Viagra. Your DMs are about to fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it slapping my tummy right now, bro. In solidarity. <laughs> just wave it. In solidarity. You know I mean? uh, yeah. Yeah, again, I, I couldn't relate to this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks, I'm gonna call it a night. Uh, thank you guys for joining us and spending all this time for us talking about dicks and relationships and uh, sexual encounters and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. we yeah. will catch you on the next one. And everybody, have a good night, and we'll catch you later. Peace, everyone. everyone Shout out to Taiwan, respecting the yeah. brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, closing confession uh, my penis bends downwards. And I've been, <laughs> I've been accused of 
being the Gonzo knows. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. All right, all right, we're out, we're out. Yeah, I gotta leave you <laughs> in the gym. Peace. <laughs>